what's good? What's good? What's happening with everybody tonight? Trying to wait, get some people in here. Then we'll bring on our guests for the evening. A lot of y'all already met her. Oh, man. Hope everybody had a good day. Having a good weekend. Trying to get everything loaded up for y'all. Let's see. So we good, we good. What's up, y'all? What's happening, Corey? It was good seeing you, my brother. Back on your grind, man. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, it was nice seeing you up here, man. How'd you enjoy my city? How'd you like it? Welcome to come back anytime. You right down the street. But how'd you like it? Who else in here? T. Rich, what it do, bro? What it do? What's up, Jack? What's popping with you? Yeah, Nashville's different, man. It's a unique city. Unique city. Definitely unique. Matter of fact, since both of y'all... What's up, AK Lover? What's popping with you, man? Um, Since both of y'all was in Nashville, then you'll remember the RSO... Uh, that we had that was running things that's going to be the guest tonight. We're going to talk about how y'all was acting. Were you on your best behavior? Were you being some jerks? That's what we're going to find out. <laughs> what's up, everybody coming in? King of Defense, what's good, fam? What's popping with you? King of Defense was a cool dude. Jason Ewan in the building, what's happening? What's happening? What's good with you? We missing the Ewan. Y'all like bookends. It's two of y'all. What's up? He said, yes, I remember her. Why are you winking, bro? <laughs> the RSOs were dope. Yeah, they were. Yeah, RSOs were dope. They was looking out. They was on point for real. Still thinking about it, man. You still thinking about last weekend, King of the Fence? Yeah, me too, man. Last weekend was dope, bro. It was dope. Been editing all this content, trying to get these videos out for y'all. I dropped two. Got another one on deck. I might have a little surprise bonus one, too. Tap in in the building. What's happening? What's happening? Tap in was all over the place, man. This dude touched down and started looking for food. As soon as he got there, as soon as he got there, my dude was straight at the spot. You ready for round two, Corey? Yeah, me too, man. I'm actually ready for round three. It'll be my third trip next year. Yeah. Shannon's watching the RGG video right now. <laughs> That's what's up. Yeah, I saw he just dropped that. I'm going to check that out after I get done. 
shooting paper will never be the same for you, man. Man, shooting still is different, brother. It changes you. It changes things. You don't want to shoot no paper after you mess with that steel. It's hard to go backwards. <clears throat> hard to go backwards. That's for sure. You know, I had Anubis out there. Uh, the only people that actually got to shoot it, though, was uh, Yoki, uh, Yoki, Tangerine, A-Day-Day, and uh, a pimp named Slickback. Them the only ones that got to shoot it. But it was there. It was there. It was definitely there. It's up on the site now. I'm actually, I made a little promo. I'm actually going to drop that later on. Y'all make sure y'all hit that like button when y'all coming through. Yeah. Who who was what what did you enjoy most about the weekend? What was your your favorite moment about the weekend? Was it meeting people? What? That was your first time shooting still? Oh yeah. If that was your first time, you popped your chair. So yeah. You stuck now, brother. You stuck now. What was my favorite gun in Nashville? Man, honestly, I didn't even shoot nothing in Nashville. I didn't even shoot my own gun. Didn't even shoot my own gun, brother. They had some stuff out there, though. Them damn turkeys showed out, boy. Man, them boys was on it. They was not playing. Breaking bread with your family. That's what's up. That means you enjoy spending time with a Yeah. <laughs> He said, between the gathering and the meetup, now I want to buy my own still. Yeah, that still changes, brother. It make you real, uh, you be, uh, you become not a, you're not a gun snob at that point. You're just a target snob. You know what I'm saying? You ain't a gun snob. You're a target snob. What the hell what, AK? I didn't, because I didn't shoot nothing. Look, I did shoot one gun. I shot 10 rounds. I was really out there more so getting content anything i was just wanting to be able to show people the experience you know what i'm saying i shoot guns all the time so shooting ain't no big deal i wasn't thirsty to shoot no guns you know what i mean but i was out there just trying to you know what i'm saying get as much footage as possible to so people could you know kind of get a a virtual feel of the, of the experience there <clears throat> just don't want to run my deer away yeah i can understand that Yeah, man. We got a few people in here. Bam! Bam! <laughs> What's up? <laughs> How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm going to throw these ears on. Oh, all right. All right. Don't give me reverb <laughs> in the mic. Yeah. Yeah. So how you doing today? Good. I'm at the beach. I can't complain. I know, man. It's, that's crazy. Yeah, I had the beach. We up here in Tennessee. I know. I, we, need to get queen we just need to jump in the car and dip and just roll out and go somewhere that's it that's it we're actually rolling <laughs> back tonight so this is oh like, man yeah yeah so what did i do leave right after the meetup or something uh not quite i mean pretty close we left on tuesday so that's took care of some business for a couple days and then hit the road yeah all right that's what's up what's yeah, up big been... fish little boat big easy what's cap what's popping so you you, you were the head rso that's it yeah 
right. So go ahead and let me know. How, how, how did everybody do? Well, you know, um, I wasn't sure what kind of, like I hadn't been told much about the event going into it. I just knew that I was told there were going to be like a hundred and whatever YouTubers there. And I was like, okay, well that can mean a lot of things. Right. And I was like, are these like new shooters? Are these people that shoot all the time? Are they just like looking to clown around and like get some content or like what? I had no idea what we were walking into. And um, we got out there that morning. I met you pretty much first thing. And I was like, oh, okay. These are cool people. Like, this is like, I think this is going to be okay. The biggest issue is like when you have that many people shooting and, you know, it's not a a lane setup. It's just kind of like, you know, shooting in different stations. There's a lot of moving pieces. Right. And I think probably the hardest part was managing sort of the crowd control of people shooting guns and people shooting content. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) you know, like. Where's the where's the line? And it's like it's not like okay, somebody's shooting and it's like they've got their space. It's like somebody's in their face with a camera. And so that was kind of a that was not kind of that was for sure a new RSO experience for me. But um, <laughs> yeah, everybody was really good. Um, you know, I was down in the the on the far end where most of the rifles and full auto was going down. Um, one of the organizers and I forget her name. Um, one of the organizers said, she goes, well, I was checking on all the RSOs and all the people. She's like, and then I saw you were down there with the turkeys in gun camp. And I was like, oh, she's fine. <laughs> I, was like, I don't know what that means. But, <laughs> but yeah, it was, uh, it was a good time, though. Yeah. So, like, the turkeys, man, they they showed up and showed out, man. That's all, that's all I can say. They yeah. brought their A game. They did. There was there – was, so much going on and so many switches of guns and shooters. Um, kind of my strategy going into it was that because I don't know any of these people and what their gun handling habits are like, and I, I'm such a, a safety snob, like truly, and I will own that every minute of the day proudly. And I, you know, all I could think of was come out of the gate hard and strong so that way we don't have problems later. And so I was calling a lot of like, like seemingly little things like pretty right away about showing clear and hammer down and stuff like that. And it actually, it ended up being a really good strategy because everybody was really respectful, which it, you know, when you're RSOing, you know, like if you have the respect of the shooters, then that makes for a much smoother time. And everybody was really tremendously respectful. And once they saw like, Oh, okay, she's going to want to see that I'm, you know, clear, or she wants me to move my selector to safe. They were doing it and like showing and then they'd get off the line. So everybody was really good. And um, so I, yeah, I don't really have any complaints or issues. It was just, it was a lot of moving pieces the whole time. (laughs) So yeah. So what, what was like, once y'all start seeing everybody showing up, what was y'all's, y'all's vibe? What was y'all's mindset? What were y'all thinking? Like, um, mostly I was like, how did I not know about this thing? It's <laughs> like, like, this feels like it's kind of a big deal. And all these people are like, oh, and he's this YouTuber and he's that one. And that's RGG and that's Black Rambo and like all this stuff. And I'm like, like, <laughs> how do I not know about any of this? Like, this is a really like special thing that's happening. Um, yeah. and it was, it felt a lot like a, you know, kind of like a family reunion barbecue kind of deal. Like everybody was just like, you know, there wasn't any drama. It was just everybody was good people and that's what uh, a lot of people were saying they said it just kind of felt like you know 
a family reunion or something. I'm like, everybody knows each other because we're all in the chats together. Like a lot of people that were there in the chat right now. Yeah. Um, so we all, we talk to each other through the chat all the time when they see us, you know, on different people's channels on lives and stuff like that. So they kind of, we kind of know each other, but yeah. we kind of don't know each other at the same time. Sure. So when we get together, it's just like everybody kind of like gels together and just blends yeah. like, like family for real. Yeah, it's cool. And, and for sure, as an outsider, that was 100% the vibe that I got was, was just like, oh, these people are really excited to see each other, really excited to be here. And they, you know, it, it just, I don't know. It was like, again, as an outsider, it's kind of hard for me to even put words or description on it. But there was something, it was like, it was, I could tell as an outsider that something special was happening. Right, right. Yeah. Y'all did a great job. Now, I didn't. I never made it up top. Did you go up there? No, I didn't get to go up there. I heard the the Barrett firing off, and every time that went off, I was like, "Ooh!" <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, no, I didn't make it up there. You know, uh, Lenny Junior was up on the hill and on the long the long range. We have about five hundred yards up there. Um, I think they were only shooting out to the only the targets are only set up to three hundred right now. I think, but the the five hundred. Um, is there just doesn't have the marker up. So I did not make it up the hill. Um, and that was sort of by design because there was so much going on at the, the short range and the carbine and the full auto section that, you know, we, we really needed, you know, just the extra eyes down at the bottom there. Yeah. Yeah. That was a lot of movement down there. There <laughs> was a lot going on down there. It was a lot. And really, truly, where we were, where I was down on that end, I think was probably the most, quote unquote, chaos that there was. Because at the, the pistol range, they were, you know, they were shooting their little course one at a time. In the middle, they had tables. And then we had the one table just like with mountains of guns on it, like all kinds of yeah. stuff and, and people shooting. So it was pretty, uh, it was pretty crazy. But again, it just... It makes such a difference when two elements is that people people were just tremendously respectful. And I just can't say that enough that tremendously respectful. And, you know, now I'm following so many of the people that I met there and they're following me. And I'm like, oh, OK, like this person's like kind of a big deal in there, you know, in this like com like community. But to me, even so, even if I knew who everybody was going into it, my, that's not my job. My job isn't to be starstruck. My job isn't to be like, oh, well, you're so-and-so, you get a pass. My job is to keep everybody safe. Right. Um, but again, everybody was absolutely awesome. Like Black Rambo was probably doing more um, different gun changes like at the beginning than like anybody, you know, and everybody's crowding around trying to get pictures of him, but his gun handling was on point and he was also... You know, just like, you know, there were a couple of things I was just like, hey, you know, somebody would come up and talk to him. And I was like, hey, you know, and he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, it was just it was really smooth and, and very much organized chaos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that was the thing. We, we wanted everybody to be able to have fun. But yeah. at the same time, it, it had to be, you know, some strict rules in place. Cause that's a lot of people, a lot of firearms. Um, and so we didn't want anybody to get hurt. So we, we were, we were preaching about the, you know, RGT was, you know, he would mention it. And so we would follow it up like in our lives or whatever, you know, let people know, Hey, 
got to be careful. You know what I'm saying? It's a it's a, yeah. a a cold range. Can't be walking around with loaded guns. You know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So we that was a stress point on all of our channels. He mainly he he really put it out there on his, but we would also mention it as well. Yeah, nicely done. And that was my thing too. Is you know, other than just legitimately caring about the safety of everybody that was there, including my own, is that this is his event and. And his event only is successful and able to happen over and over again if everybody leaves having had a good time, but first and foremost, safe. So, you know, that kills an event that kills a lot of things if somebody gets hurt from something stupid on the range. Yeah. Yeah, that'll kill the whole vibe. And that'll and that'll shut down events, you know. So mm-hmm. we don't want stuff like that to happen. You know, yeah. I saw I saw one or two people that were getting bandaged up, but that was from like slide bike. Yeah, well, there was one slide bite and we did have, you know, when you're shooting steel, it it's just different. So you get some of the, you know, the the jackets come off yeah. of some of the rounds and there were a few of those. I took one on like my shoulder right here. Carlos, the other RSO who was in the carbines kind of in the middle, he got one on the side of his head here that when we got home, I actually had to like take a a little straight razor and like slice his head open to get a piece of metal out. Oh, wow. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So he got um, hit for real. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, that's like, it's just kind of part of shooting steel. It's not, right. you know, it wasn't that anybody did anything or that anything was patently unsafe. It was just part of shooting steel. So, right. oh, look at Big Fish Little Boat. <laughs> Thank you, guys. That? Yeah. And they, uh, they were awesome. Um, that whole crew. And uh, they let me shoot some, some of their guns, too. So that was, that was fun. So it's a nice little. It'll, yeah. It'll well, I know for a fact uh, you will have a couple of surprise guests pop in here later on. They want to top it up with you from the event. Uh, <laughs> Not gonna say who it is though. But oh, okay, cool. Yeah, it was a really cool event. The weather was perfect. Um, there were just like a lot of cool people, and and even me, I'm like, I'm looking forward to next year too. I'm like, I hope I'm still around. I hope it's like. You know, I th- hope it comes back to out the farm. Like, I'd love to be part of it again. Yeah, yeah. Everybody liked you, man. They th- said you were uh, real dope. You know what I'm saying? You were respectful of everybody. You weren't being overly aggressive. You know what I'm saying? You were being uh, firm, but you weren't being an ass. You know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> yeah, good. <laughs> yeah, good. We, I was cutting up with one of the other ladies, and I was like, you know, because, like, there's – there's a lot of, there was a lot of male energy and there was a lot of like, there's a, you know, when you get that many dudes together, it's like, there's a lot of people that can tend to be like vying for like an alpha spot. And we were kind of joking about down on that end where I was at that, you know, some of the benefit might've been that it wasn't another dude RSO. Cause it wasn't <laughs> was like, it was like, Oh, you're not competing with the RSO. It's just this, like, it's this girl with this like mom voice and these eyes that'll like stare you down if you're doing something out of line. <laughs> uh, let me give a shout out right quick. We got Shanna Ewing in the building. We got RGG in the building. Uh, Philly Slow is in the building. Kick Up Dust just popped in here. Shout out to y'all for coming through. Kick Up Dust. Uh, that's my guy right there. Awesome. That dude is silly. He loved Nashville. He, he, he I don't know what his mission was when he got here. I'm not exactly sure what he thought about Nashville before he got here, but he definitely didn't think through the same way when he left. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there are some stories in there too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. As a matter of fact, uh, let me see something right quick. 
but yeah, you um now what is your background? Because I can tell that you had some extensive training when we were out there on the range. So what is your actual background? Yeah, so I I was born and raised in northwest Iowa and I lived out in the country and we you know, we were shooting birds off the swing set and squirrels off the fence posts from the time I was a little kid. And then um, I finished up high school in Chicago. So there was a good crew from Chicago there as well. So it was fun to just kind of, you know, cut up with them. But then, you know, I really, my first handgun, I picked up probably 15 years ago. And um, my husband at the time gifted it to me for my birthday with the carry permit class. And I sort of think secretly he was hoping I wouldn't like it and the gun would be his. Uh-huh. And uh, that clearly did not happen. And I just fell in love with it and started shooting, you know, a good bit. But I really got serious about it, um, you know, in 2018. A lot of ladies, friends of mine were asking me to teach them how to shoot. And I was like, okay, you know, it's just kind of friendly. And in 2019, my best friend, Gina, her husband, who was a police officer, a Nashville police officer, he died um, of cancer. And she had all of these guns. And she was like, will you please teach me how to shoot? She's like, I don't know how to, she's like, Randy protected us, did everything. She's like, I don't know what to do now. So I took her to the range, taught her how to shoot. She started telling other people. And then 2020 happened and like 7 million new gun owners and, you know, 60, 65% of them were women. Mm-hmm. And I have another business, which is a travel business. But as we know, in 2020, travel went. <laughs> so I was left kind of going, what am I going to do? And a lady that met me at the range for me to teach her how to shoot just like gave me $80 cash. And she said, you need to do this for a living. And I was just like, wow. I know how to start a business. I should do this. And so I started my business in 2020 and it's been wild ever since. Um, I'm loving this. And that's the game I run on my wife, hoping she doesn't like a gun. <laughs> yeah. So uh, a lot of men do that. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, that's kind of when it started. And then I met um, Ak, Akil, who's right. we found out is a mutual connection. Like you and Ak go way, way back, way back more than me. Right. Um, and, you know, he's my mentor and I've learned so much from him and have gotten so many certifications and training and wisdom from him. So now I run my business and Glock Store called me in November of 2021 and mm-hmm. said, you know, would you consider coming and teaching here a couple days a week? And I said, I'd consider it. Got into some conversations with them, met with Lenny and his wife a few times and uh, it worked out really well. So I teach there a few days a week as an instructor plus okay. run my own thing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So do you prefer teaching on your own or do you like teaching at the store or you like both of them or it's two different experiences? It's two different experiences. Um, I, I think because the setup at Glock store is so unique with the private shoot rooms and there's not any lanes like a normal range mm-hmm. that, um, you know, I don't think I would want to work at another range on just a regular, you know, straight down the line range, because that's not my style of teaching. I really specialize in defensive handgun and run like I train like real people for real life problems. And yeah. we can do that at the Glock store. And so <laughs> I, you know, I like both. It doesn't it doesn't really, you know, I, I, I don't know. I think we all like the thing that we built better, but I love Glock store. And I love the team there. And I 
you know, most of the guys there I've known for a really, really, really long time also. So, you know, they're good people. And a lot of people don't realize that defensive shooting is completely different from target shooting. And I see people that come into the range where I work at and they're like, Oh, you see that? I busted that thing up. That that that. I'm like, yeah, but that's a piece of paper just hanging hanging from a, a rack. Yeah, it's not a actual living, breathing person on the other end shooting back at your ass, mm-hmm. moving around. So it's a lot different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So and people don't realize even shooting at a stationary target with a timer on you, adding that stress level, can also alter how you shoot too. Yeah. Now do it being surprised, do it from a draw, do it while you're moving, while your sights are, your gun sideways, do it from the ground, do it from a table, from sitting down. Like there's, it it never goes the way you think it's going to go. You got to prepare for as much as you can. Right, right. Uh, You know, I work in security in a lot of clubs and stuff, and I've been in a lot of situations and then just, you know, prior life experiences. So it never goes down the way you got it pictured in your head. You got that whole movie scene in your head. But when the shit go down, you're like, oh, snap. Yeah. And you don't have time to think about it then. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, that training's got to kick in. And, you know, one of my other teachers, Tatiana Whitlock, you know, she says, we are strange people because we spend our time trying to be experts at something we hope we never have to do. (laughs) That's the truth of it. Um, It's just, it's so much training. Yeah. King Henry, I do not go to Royal Range. I've uh, I've been in that parking lot one time, um, but yeah, I was meeting a guy to sell him a gun. But I've never actually been inside. Um, Royal Range is cool. Um, Carlos, who was the RSO kind of in the the carbines there in the middle, um, he came to Glock Store from Royal Range. So they have really great uh, training and classes there. Um, their facility is huge, uh, but again, it's you know it's lanes, and they, you know, they don't have the sort of flexibility that we have with our shoot rooms. What's up, Carbon Q? Um, yeah, so Royal Range was an old movie theater that they converted into a range, so it makes it dope. Like I've seen videos. Uh, my buddy Ivan uh, from I'm Not from This Planet. He went there and did a tour. Yeah. And uh, so I, I want to go there and check it out. Yeah. Um, that's one place I do. I do want to go check it out. I just haven't at this point. Yeah. I think the coolest thing out at Royal Range is they have, I mean, I, I don't even know how many 50, 60, 70 full auto machine guns. They've got, they've got a lot going on there in the full auto. Like they've really got the market on that in middle Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah. They've got it locked down as far as that goes. Yeah. Um, now, how long have you been working with Ock? And how did how did how did y'all like how did that happen? <laughs> yeah, it's it's I I'm so grateful that it happened the way it did and it was very serendipitous. I was looking because I wanted to formalize um my status as a trainer and needed to get all of the insurance and oh thank you, Lockboy. Um I was looking to get the NRA, you know, pistol instructor certification. And be, me being me, I was like, I want to do it and I want to do it now. So I was looking for like the soonest class I could get in, but they were all really far away or, you know, they were, didn't have room or they were going to cancel the class because of low enrollment and that wasn't going to work. So then I saw this guy, Akil Kadir in Murfreesboro, and I was like, well, all right, let's see what this is about. I was like, well, Murfreesboro, I'm like, I don't, I'm like, that's in middle Tennessee. Why have I never heard of this? Like in the citizen safety Academy, like I've never heard of that. Like what's going on down there. 
And so I signed up for it, got down there and I was like, okay, this guy's legit. And Tiff was there. And that was kind of like the rest was history. It was like, I declared Tiff my best friend there on the spot and like just can't recommend those guys highly enough. But I am so grateful that all of the other classes I tried to get in fell through because meeting Ock and Tiff at Citizen Safety Academy was probably the best thing that's happened to me in my like world of shooting at, of anything else. Okay. Okay. Now, RDG is saying, what was that word? And I'm assuming what you, your certification you said you were looking for. So why don't you spit that out for him again? Um, the NRA pistol instructor certification. Is that what? Is that, is that what you were talking about, RGG? Or when I said it was serendipitous how we met? That, oh, that right there, I think it's probably the word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Serendipitous, yeah. it was like fate. <laughs> it was like magical fate. <laughs> yeah, that, you know, that sounds more like a word that he would be questioning. Yeah. Yeah. He has a, he has a trouble saying words sometimes. So, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, serendipitous, like serendipity, yeah. like it was just meant to be. Yeah, man. So now I know you're part of the cadre over at Citizen Safety now, and how are you how are you liking that? I love them. So I'll pop in and um, you know. I've offered to RSO anytime they need and I'll pop in and audit classes and just help with, you know, it's not anything like um, super formal or it's mostly like I'm volunteering any way I can just to be around them and absorb information and expertise. Um, that's, you know, I, I will, any opportunity I get to spend time with that whole group there, I'll take it in a heartbeat. Any, like, it doesn't matter, hanging targets, throwing out trash, like I'm in. <laughs> Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, the wisdom that's over there is just absolutely unparalleled. Gotcha. Now, see this word right here, ambidextrous. That is R. That's RGG's nemesis word right there. Okay. <laughs> but can we talk about that for a second? Okay, Carlos and I were talking about this from the meetup. Mm. I've never in my life seen so many left-handed shooters in one place. I know, right? Anybody else? You noticed it too? Yeah. I was like, I, I was going back watching videos and stuff and I was like, damn, hell, Twist is a lefty. It was insane. <laughs> Every time somebody got up to the line, I was like, what? I'm like, what? And then I was like, are these guys just like shooting that way for fun today? Are they like legit lefties? Like, cause I'll shoot both handed, but it was, it was intense. I was like, there are like 30% at least lefties. Yeah. I've never seen that many lefties in one spot. Usually no. when they come into the range at work, I'm like, man, y'all weird, because they're <laughs> they're rare. You don't hardly ever see a lefty. Yeah. So to see that many in one place at one time and all of them shooting, I was like, hold up. Yeah. Yeah, that caught me too. I, I was looking at that too. Okay, because Carlos and I were talking about that. My oldest daughter is left-handed and she shoots lefty, and then one of the other instructors at Glock Store, Mitch, he's lefty and he's in a lot of the Glock Store videos and he's lefty. But I mean, it was it was wild. It was yeah. I'm glad you caught it too, because I was like, "Is this just me?" <laughs> well, <laughs> tactical tourists, how do you become an NRA instructor? First, you have to live in America. <laughs> America, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so you can go to the NRA instructor website. You can just like put in your search engine "NRA certified instructor," and they have certifications for pistol, for rifle, for carbine. 
uh, or shotgun, I guess, shotgun, I think it's shotgun, rifle, and pistol are the three certs they have. So you have to take the basic instructor training, they call it BIT, and then you have to take the two-day instructor certification, and there is a shooting qual. So those are the, like, three things you have to do, and then your cert is good for two years. Um, Once you've done, um, I think, there, and there's, I'm going to mess all of this up because I only look at my certs when I start getting close to expiration time. I'm like, what do I need to do now to stay current? Um, but that's really the the short version of it. But go to the NRA website or, or just put in the search engine, um, you know, NRA pistol instructor certification. Okay. Now, you see this right here? It says his nephew shoots long guns right-handed pistols uh, or long guns right-handed pistols left-handed. So I see people that do that a lot. I see that a lot too. But it's usually the opposite. It's usually pistols right-handed, long guns left-handed. I see it this way, actually, um, simply because of, so, so with the way the optics are and some of the controls and the way that um, casings are, like, drop out, I I see lefties a lot of times switch to right hand on rifle and shotgun. Yeah, I've seen some people do it. I've got a buddy, he's, he's a lefty. Um, he's actually in some of my videos, um, Colin Pimpsey. He's a lefty and he shoots weird, but it works for him. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's all good. It's the biggest thing that I see people left-handed with pistols that are struggling with is if they don't, you know, like get their mag release swapped out, um, that can be a real challenge, but the, the slide lock is, um, you know, if that's not ambidextrous and your mag release is not ambidextrous, then you know, it's a lot more gun handling and it's not efficient that way in tactical situations. So I always say, if you're going to be a defensive pistol shooter that's left-handed, but your gun is right-handed, <clears throat> you better be training right-handed or get a different gun to be really, you know, the most effective to, to handle any issues that come up. I've seen some lefties that would shoot certain guns or they were righties, but because they were like me, I'm cross-eyed dominant. I shoot, I'm right-handed, but I'm left-eye dominant. Yeah. So I see a lot of people that sh- that have that issue, and so they'll force themselves to learn how to shoot left-handed instead of right-handed. That's so funny. Yeah. yeah. Pro tip, all you have to do is just turn your head a little bit. Yeah, like this? Yeah, just turn your head. So, like, if, I, if I'm right-handed and my right eye is lined up with my sights, if I'm left-eye dominant, I just turn my eye, now my left eye is lined up. That's it. <laughs> that's it <laughs> see some oh lefties he, he must be a lefty yeah, yeah. he is a lefty he is yeah. a lefty, yeah. lefty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a weirdo but well, yeah I've, I've learned how to shoot man when I first started shooting um I would watch like when I first started shooting you know as a responsible person I put it like that okay. <laughs> I watch these videos and that was always, you know, I would see them, you know, creeping around like this or whatever. So I'm like, oh, yeah. So I would shoot like this. And I was like, oh, this is perfect because it, it lines up right in my eye. <laughs> it's perfect. Yeah. And, and then uh, when I I started, like, working, messing around with, like, ocking them, and they were shooting, you know, double thumbs forward, this and that. And I'm like, hold up, dude. That's not how I was. That's not, that's not right. Why are you doing that? <laughs> yeah. But I got it together. I got it together. What's the yeah. weirdest thing you've seen training people? Oh, oh, I've seen some real weird things. Um, 
The weirdest thing. Um, this one's, so I have a, had a guy and he actually comes in regularly to train with me now, but he started out, he came in and he just, all he wanted to do was blow through as much ammo in an hour as he possibly could. Never train. He'd just come in and pow, 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 pow. And like, the, you know, the targets just like, looks like confetti all over it. And I asked him when he got there, what his goal was. And he said, I just want to have a good time. And I was like, okay, cool. So at the Glock store, we have our private shoot rooms. And so when right. you come and shoot, it's you and a trainer in the room. Right. And I always say, I'm not going to force you to receive instruction if you don't want it, but that's what I'm there to do. I'm there to shoot well and teach other people to shoot well. That's my job. And so I was like, okay, this guy, he came in kind of like, he kind of came in, like, I thought he came in, he was like a cokehead. He was like real, like, you know, I was like, okay, this guy's like got a lot going on. We're going to see what's up here. And didn't want to listen. And he's just like real high strong. And like, I'm like, oh, okay. Wants to have a good time. Pow, 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 pow. And then every time we'd go like, well, damn. And he'd start laughing. And then he'd like reload another mag. And like, just as fast as he can. And then he got about to the end. And he said, he said, well, damn. That's not any good. Is that <laughs> <laughs> and I, just, I said, I said, you know what? If you ever want to come back and work on that, that's what I'm here to do. Gotcha. And he See, said, all right, well, you got anything? And I was like, yeah. And he, I don't even remember. Like he was holding, not like a teacup, but he was holding it like some weird way, like fingers kind of everywhere. And I was just like, you know what? As long as he's not getting hurt, like, you know, you don't want my <laughs> I'm not going to force it on you. So, so then he said, all right, well, what do you got? And I said, well, first, can I talk to you about your grip? So I put his grip together, thumbs forward grip. And he's like, that feels really weird. And I was like, yeah, but watch. And then I talked him through his trigger because he just kept going pow, 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 you know, like just muzzled, like just everywhere. Right. And uh, he's like, that grip feels weird. And I'm like, okay, but you shoot like shit. So if you want to fix that, then you can listen to me. It right. can feel weird. Froze up again. Got into like, you know, like more of a group. It was a big group, but it was a group. I said, all right, now your trigger is a problem. And I said, here's what you're going to do. Load five in your mag. Well, he didn't like that because, you know, he wants to load them all in and then pow, 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 pow until he's out. I said, five, just five. All right. So I said, all I want you to do, only thing I want you to do is line up your sights and don't let your front sight move. I said, I'm going to do the trigger. He's like, okay. So I stand there and I'm like, you tell me when you have your sights together. And he's like, I got him. All right. And I like move the trigger real slow. Pow. We do that five times. One hole. Center of the target. And I looked at him and I said, you want to schedule a time next week? <laughs> he said, yeah. <laughs> he's making progress. But he just had like a weird energy about him. And like his whole right. like approach was really, really, really weird. Um, you know, the otherwise the usuals, like the teacup grip and the like revolver thumbs on the back. They're going to chew you up, you know? Yeah. We got a lot of those. Yeah. So you mainly, your your company, what, what's the name of your company? My company is She Shoots Training. Okay, She Shoots Training. So do you mainly train females? I train everybody, you... but I market to the ladies. Uh, the guys are going to show up anyway, but uh, the ladies need to know I'm here. <laughs> right, right. And yeah. do you, what's the biggest obstacle you face when training women? Is it husband's bad information or is it just them having a fear of firearms? 
it's the, it's, I call it the, the well-intentioned husband gun. Um, they come in with a little itty bitty gun that their husband bought them thinking they were doing something nice for their wife, buying them this little gun that they can manage. And then I, and then I have to explain to them that like, that's a really hard gun to shoot. You probably need to try this Glock 19. Right. <laughs> right. And that's what I recommend for them too, is a Glock 19. Yeah. Start. Well, I, that's kind of like my baseline. I'm like, let's see how that goes. Um, the Walther PDP F series that just, just came out is right. outstanding. Have you fired it yet? Haven't seen it yet. Dude, it is so good. I've seen like a video of it, but I haven't seen one in person. It's awesome. I fired one actually the Monday after the meetup. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. The ergonomics of it, like the the way they've designed the grip, the slide mm-hmm. tension, like everything is like, it's so nice. And Walther makes great guns. So you're still getting like the nice quality without the bullshit that like the M&P Shield EZ put together, you know? Yeah, I don't like the shield easy. I'm a no. Smith & Wesson guy. I love my Smith & Wesson, but I hate that gun. Yeah, it has a lot of issues. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't like that gun. I've got one here uh, for my mom and my daughter, but my daughter, she likes she likes Glocks, actually. Yeah. So I'm thinking about getting her a Glock. Um, yeah. Queen, yeah. She, she has a, Queen has a Walter. Hers is a Walter 380. Yeah. Um, so she's got a decent little gun. Um, I just, I'm not a 380 fan. Yeah. Yeah. I have a little Glock 42. That's like my get off me gun. And, you know, I got, you know, I use it. I usually carry it as a backup um, or in the summer, if I really have no other options, like I'll ankle holster that one. Um, But yeah. And 380, the ammo is hard to get. And if I'm going to go 380, I might as well go with like, I have a 43 X that is like, and I carry it with a sidecar. So I have an extra mag with me. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll pick that. Oh, we floor. got 380 by the case at the store right now. Hey, look at you. Good. Yeah, we, yeah, we got, I don't know where he found it. He found three pallets of that crap somewhere when, a few Dang. months back, and we still got like 10 cases left, maybe. All right, well, I'll send some people to you. <laughs> yeah, send them over. <laughs> yeah, I will. I'll be like, hey, go see Big J. Now, you, now, you've got a travel agency, a travel business, too. I do. Now, so, I've heard about this business. I talked to Tiffy. She was telling me about this business. (laughs) And she said, I think the way hers works is you schedule the trip with her, but you don't know where you're going until you get there. That's right. You don't know where you're going until the morning you leave. Oh, see, that's crazy. That's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) So much fun. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of, because, you know, see, I would be one of them smart asses and I'd have you going to some old weird places. Well, the thing is, I like making money and I want people to come back and travel with me. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, it's really fun. I do have some people that try and like really hard to guess where they're going. Um, and some of them, I have one client that one time picked it, figured out where they were going because she went and looked through all of the airlines and the times and all of this stuff to like she did everything. Like, and I was like, why are you even doing this if you're going to do like, why? Why are you doing that? That's kind of scary, though, man. You know, you just gave somebody your money, and then you just get ready to leave one morning. Like, oh yeah, by the way, you're going to Italy, or you by the way, <laughs> you're going to Zimbabwe. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> going bobsledding, yeah. yeah. No, it's like no, it's um. There's more. There's more to it than that. So people um that want to do it, we start planning three months out. I learn where they've been. Um, what they like, what they're looking for in this trip, things they don't like. 
and then um, and then start planning to know what their budget is, start planning their trip. And then when I start booking like flights and hotel and all that, I tell them how much stuff is going to be before anything is booked and they approve it. So they you know, there's no surprises with money. There's no surprises with timing. They know what time their flight leaves and they know what time they land back at home. But then the rest is kind of, you know, the surprise part. And then they get a packet in the mail that says their weather forecast and what to pack. And no, oh, they're Philly, <laughs> Philly slow says not knowing what clothes to bring. No, I tell you what to bring. Right, right. is like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> See, yeah. It Philly, is wild. He on my level. He 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 thinking like you. <laughs> he thinking like, like you. He was getting anxiety just hearing about it. No, no, it's good. Um, yeah. So that business, you know, 2020 was really hard. Um, just no one was traveling. But then she shoots training like it was serendipitous. RGG. And uh, it became really successful. But then wild story, in December of 2020, one of my clients, mostly what we do is honeymoons, like tons of honeymoons. And okay. so this couple was going on their honeymoon. She posted a small little TikTok video. They didn't even know where they were going yet. And it went viral. And it had 4.4 million views in three days. And I had 10,000 trip requests in 48 hours. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was crazy. So then I was like, okay, now I've got two businesses that are like killing it and like, oh, so. (laughs) Man, that's awesome. That is awesome. So I know, I don't know how long you have to be on here. Yeah, I'm good. So um, I went ahead and uh, I got a surprise for you right quick. Uh Oh, okay. (laughs) See if you recognize somebody. That's our What's up, little big fish, little boat? I I call him little fish, big boat because he ain't as big as I thought he was when I saw him. Just because you an ogre, man. You like six five, bro. I'm six one, man. How's it going, man? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Good, you survived. I had a lot of I had a lot of fun. You were a dope bar, so good. After we after we figured out what you wanted, what you were looking for, it was all good, you know. Yeah, good. Yeah, and that's what I I think we were on at the beginning too. And I was like, well, let me. I was like, I need to come out of the gate kind of like a little stricter so things don't slide early. And then, but what was cool is everybody. It was like you said, like everybody was like, okay, this is what she wants. Like, and then it was like smooth sailing. Uh, yep. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm glad you had fun. Yeah, and you let me shoot some stuff. That was awesome. Oh, for sure. Like she was standing there, like, man, we got to get her some action on these. Like, <laughs> I know. I was like, oh. <laughs> what did I have a shooting, man? Uh, she shot the Mark 24, the HK. Yeah. Okay. She shot uh, MP5. Okay. I, maybe one of the full autos. I'm not sure. Uh, there was a 45, uh, it had a can on it. I don't forget what it was now, but not the Mark 24. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The HK. Yeah, yeah. No, there was another one, too. Oh, there was? Yeah. Uh, which, by the way, those two, the HK and then the, the other one, neither of those were zeroed in. <laughs> she called you out. <laughs> they weren't. Bro, I slapped, I slapped them on the day of. Like, yeah. no. It's not nearly as fun to shoot them that way. It was fun, but I was just like, oh, man. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was uh like shoot, can we jump in and holler at her? You know what I'm saying? And say what's up, you know what I'm saying? They want to show you some show you some love for being yeah, so she, cool. She was out way there. cool, so for sure. We had That's fun. Awesome. Good time, good time. Yeah, you guys were so fun and you know, thanks for making it a good time, but a safe time too. Like 
Yeah, yeah. appreciated it. Yeah, they are not dudes, man, but they're cool. Yeah. One of our guys is an instructor too, so he Yeah. Yeah, you know, that was the other thing too is there were a couple of guys and there, there were so many people I just I can't even like one if I didn't get their name it was over, but if I did it's like so hard to remember everybody's names. But there were a couple guys that were also like backing me up really hard on some stuff and I really appreciated, you yep. know, like there was a lot of good stuff going on. Yeah. Yeah. It was definitely wild over in that corner for sure. <laughs> yeah, but it was good. But it it really was good though. It was it was a lot going on, but it was managed well. I was telling the guys, I'm like, I don't think we're gonna ever see a better range. Like, that's a really nice range. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. With all yeah, the steel and everything like that, like <laughs> it's gonna yeah, be hard to top now. that one. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be hard to top that one, man. It's, it's and the weather was perfect. Perfect. That like that just makes it even better. It was like overcast and not too hot, and you know it was green. It was like it was so so good. Everything about it look, was great. Look at Queen. Well, Mama, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, she loves to travel, so yeah, we'll, we'll definitely be in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do it, do it. I um. <laughs> You know, the next time you guys come to Nashville, uh, well, not you, Big Joy, because you're like local, but, or I mean, if you still want, you need uh, any recommendations for some grub, let me know. I got all kinds of stuff. We went to oh. Kane's Steakhouse. Oh, Kane Prime? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Kane Prime is, that's uh, that's for the rich folks, you know what I'm saying? That's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's for them deep pocket folks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Nashville has really become like a foodie, a foodie destination, and the the restaurant scene is off the chain. Yeah, no, it's pretty good. I heard a lot of people saying that they couldn't find the good food, but what they got to realize, we were on the Donaldson side of town by the airport. There's not a lot of stuff over there. You got to go out to like East Nashville, North Nashville to find the good the good food or downtown. Like, you know what I'm saying? You got to go down out, you know, you got to travel to get to the good food. Bro, yeah. I don't know that, that Waffle House is pretty good. Okay, that Waffle House also, that Waffle House also has, I think, had two shootings at it. Yeah. It's, like worse than, it's worse than going to Walmart, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, see that. So, like, a lot of them for, are from out of state. And so some of the states they were from, they don't have Waffle House. Yeah. So it was it's a treat for them. Yeah, what'd you get at Waffle House then? I don't know the steak, the cheesesteak one or whatever it is. I don't okay. know. Okay, did you get uh, like the bowl or the? I, I was really a little you intoxicated. Were done. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> That's about when Waffle House is the best. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hermitage yeah. Cafe. Have you been there, Big Dre? Hermitage Cafe. Nope, I have not been there. Hermitage Cafe is what's up. It's like right near downtown, but it's like it's the original like greasy 3 a.m. Is that the one on Second Avenue? Um, you take Second Avenue, well, First Avenue South, like up around like Rolling Mill Hill, where the old General okay. Hospital used to be. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah okay, the bowl. Yeah, that's what I got. Yeah, hey, he looked bowl. it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's good. Is that the yeah. first time you have been there? You said, "Oh, we got Waffle House where I'm at, but they're not good." Oh, gotcha. Oh, oh. Well, maybe maybe you're just going too sober. 
That's true too. <laughs> I have I have a theory. I just think in the South it's better. The Waffle House. There's a lot more grease. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the place that she's talking about fairly slow. I think that's the same place. How did your grease burger? Uh I'd have to look. I don't know. Oh, Jay's. So Tappan Production says went to Jay Alexander on the way out. Jay Alexander is good. They're a chain as well. They don't have they're not a huge chain. Um, but fun fact, the original Jay Alexander's is on White Bridge Road in West Nashville. Yep. I did okay. try Nashville hot chicken on Sunday. Ooh, where'd you go for that? I don't I don't even know. My wife DoorDashed it or whatever. Uber Eats. Cause we were Yeah, it was a rough day. <laughs> it was all right. Like it's like it's just hot chicken without messiness. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, hot chicken was so what people don't understand about Nashville hot chicken, it was designed as a punishment. It really oh, wasn't designed to have like great flavor. It was designed as a punishment. And so the lady that that the people that started Princess, the husband, you know, he used to get out in the streets and do his thing back in the day. So the wife, you know, he was out one night doing his thing. The wife made the chicken to try and teach him a lesson. Well, he ended up he ended up loving the chicken, and so then they, then they made, so they ended up starting a restaurant. And yeah. So that's what that's what it was originally for. Um, but right, local love it. Don't got a cigarette and, and prison tats. I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, and Nashville, hot, don't be fooled by all these restaurants all over the country no, now that no. have Nashville hot chicken because they don't. No. No. It's it's <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, Nashville hot chicken. It started at Prince's, and then there's other people out there that do it. Um, but at the same time, you know, some some of them have more flavor, better flavor than Princess. But at the end of the day, they are the OG. They're originators. Yeah. And you also got different heat levels of, of the chicken. So, like, the original chicken is extremely hot. Um, so I always tell people, if you're going to get it, try and get at least one piece of the extreme. Yeah. Don't make that your main meal. Because if you do, you're going to, you're going to, you're not going to make it through the first piece. First no, and day. it's gonna hurt coming out the next yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna hurt like hell <laughs> coming out. You're welcome. So you gotta try at least one piece of it. You know, just <laughs> just say you did it. You know what I mean? No, it was good. But, it was good. Yeah. Yeah. So like when y'all it. come back, if y'all come back again, man, um, I got I got some different stuff we're gonna try if we have this here next year. Um, I'm gonna reach out to a partner of mine and uh, see if I can't make something shake at his spot. I had fun, man. We went downtown. That's fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you ever go downtown, Kristen? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, based off what you were saying at the event, who would you say that you saw, shoot, or encountered? Um, and yeah, who would need a little bit more training. <laughs> um well you know and, and it was it's a totally fair one there was one there was one girl that was shooting and she like self-admitted that she hadn't really shot before and there was a dude trying to show her and i didn't know that and so like there was a guy trying to like teach her something and i thought she and she put her finger on the trigger it looked like she was about to shoot but her grip was like all crazy on from the the left side and so mm -hmm. i like started jumping he's like I, i'm telling her you know i'm teaching her and i was like all right but um, 
you know, I, what I loved about that moment was that, you know, when you're around a bunch of gun people, that can be a really intimidating place to try and learn to shoot all of a sudden. And I really appreciated her putting herself out there like, okay, I'm around all these people who know how to shoot and I'm going to go ahead and risk like the feeling of looking stupid in order to do this thing. And um, I got a chance to like just chat with her a little bit after. Um, But, you know, hers wasn't so much that she'd been shooting and needed help. It was just that she's a new shooter. And I think she's in the right community to get what she needs to, you know, keep on the journey she started on. But what a cool place for her to go. This is where I'm starting. Um, outside of that, I, um, I don't even remember, remember who it was. I don't think it was, I don't think it was, I don't know who it was. Maybe it was you, um, kept getting in front of the line to like, there were so many boxes on the right hand side. No, that, that was me. Cause I was trying to get into the box. I, I was like, I was like, I think it was you. It was like, it was making me twitchy. And I was just like, if we need to move the boxes, we can do that. But like, I'm the <laughs> <laughs> Um, and it wasn't you, it wasn't because of you. It was just like, there's a lot going on and like, trying oh, yeah, to make, yeah, yeah. you know, it was like, um, so, so you know, I think for us, there are some takeaways of how we can even run the event better next time too. You know, like, it's not just like, that's yeah, not on all the shooters either. That's on us for like how to set things up next time. It'll be in our waiver next time. We need a big booth of turkeys. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <Put> all- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, training classes. Um, so training with me, um, through she shoots, it's $85, um, for just like a single lesson. I teach classes as well. Uh, one of my favorite classes is an OC pepper spray class that I teach. Um, that's probably, and I'm a gun person, but that OC class is probably my most favorite to teach because I think it's the most immediately, um, useful and applicable for anyone to have in a defensive situation. And I think um, there are more situations we would encounter where pepper spray is the answer than we would where a gun is the answer. Um, and that, you know, that class ranges. If you come shoot at the Glock store, it's um, it's $90 for an hour in the range with a trainer, uh, $45 for a second person. So um, just depends on what you're looking for. And I didn't, when I first came to the Glock store originally, I didn't realize that. So when he was oh, like, yeah, we no, you get, okay. um, you froze for a second, but you good. Okay. I didn't realize, you know, that it was like that all the time. I thought he was putting, Ev- uh, what's his name, Evan. I thought he was putting him in there with us because we were shooting the full autos. And I didn't realize that was the actual format of the range there. Yeah. And so it was, that was actually pretty cool. And a lot of people have a big misconception about the Glock store and how, that range works because they think they're going to go in like a regular range and just shoot. Yeah. And that's not how it works there at all. Now, if say, say we had the event here next year and say RGG wanted to do say a women's conference or something like that, would you be opposed to like doing something with them, working with them or whatever? Oh, I'd be so in for that. Absolutely. Absolutely. So here's my thing too. And why she shoots is so important to me and why I, talk to women so much is um, I was abused growing up and I was raped in college and I work with a lot of survivors from like domestic situations or other, you know, abuse and trauma. And so to me, like watch to me, it's less about the gun and more about watching women recognize that they can take responsibility for themselves, keep themselves safe and that they 
don't have to remain in the mindset of like, I'm a victim, I'm small and helpless. So to me, that's the real win is watching their, their views they have about themselves change. And all of a sudden they become a different person and more confident. And so I, you know, I love working uh, with what I call sort of like the more vulnerable groups. Widowers are another of my real favorites. So widowers and um, women with trauma backgrounds are really where like my whole heart is. Um, So, but any chance I get to, to really help um, empower women and build them up, I'm in. Okay. Okay. Let me see if we got any more questions out here. You said, I see that price is decent. Yeah. It's, so apparently somebody's found your website or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, RGG Women's Conference. Let's do it. Um, you know, we'd need to get Tiffany in there. And t- like, there's so many amazing ladies that I'm sure you guys have in your community. And even ladies we have locally and other women that, you know, I really admire all over the country. But um, definitely don't forget about me when you put together a women's conference. Yeah, Tiffany, it will be dope to have her there because she runs a girl in a gun. So yeah. she she deals with training females on a regular basis as well. Yeah. And I think having two different perspectives on training women in two different styles is, you know, is, is awesome. You know, so you yeah. can cover a lot of different ground that way. Yeah. I think something that gets overlooked a lot when women train with men is the different considerations that women have to have for concealment. It's right. a totally different ball game. You know, like how many, when you go to your closet in the morning, like how many different options do you have for pants? Right. You know, so it's like two, you right. know, and a belt, you know, and it's like, we have so many different wardrobe things. Just even f- physiologically, there are really nine body shapes that women have. And there's like, dudes have like square rectangular and Santa, you know, like that's kind of what you got. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, for women, it's you've got all of these shapes, and then you've got holsters that are designed to fit pants instead of a person's body, and they're designed to fit a belt and a pair of pants. Right. And then I get real sideways about purse carry because it's, you know, like aside from the things that most people say about like, well, what if someone steals your purse? I'm like, well, how fast can you get to your gun and like be effective with it? You're just not right. going to be, you know, able to do that. So. You know, it, if I can get women carrying on their person and on their body, then that I'm here for it. And I think it's such an overlooked piece of training for a lot of male trainers. And it's not yeah. that male trainers are bad. It's just it's it's outside of the realm, you know, of consideration. And, and that's something that I, I, I preach a lot in the store when, when husbands bring their wives and they're like, well, she needs something a little bit that she can put in a purse. I'm like, first of all, she don't want no little gun because they're hard to hard to shoot. I said, second of all, I don't even want to talk about off-body care. I hate off-body care. I don't like it at all because, like you said, you know, somebody snatches your purse, now they got your gun. Um, you know, and then how fast can you unzip the bag, the pocket that it's in, get to gun, get to the gun, get it, get it downrange on target. You you got a lot going on there. <laughs> when seconds matter, you don't want to have to go through all that shit. No, I'm, so, I'm cool with it in a vehicle though. Yeah, in a vehicle, yeah. I mean, most of the time in a vehicle, you know, if you're going to off-body carry, you're going to have some kind of rig set up, and you're going to be able to be more aware of your surroundings, having your mirrors and look around and stuff. Yeah. Um, but if you're just walking around at night, you know, you're not necessarily going to catch little Ricky sneaking up from the backside. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Little so, Ricky. 
Yeah. Damn him. <laughs> Damn Ricky. <laughs> yeah, it's just um, you know, I wish that there were more resources out there as well for for women wanting to conceal carry. Um, Filster, P-H-L-S-T-E-R, is probably yeah. the like leading the way in the science of concealed carry with the Enigma holster. I had a post about it on my story the other day and just the resources they Yeah, and the resources that they have are absolutely incredible for how to how to conceal carry in a way that's comfortable because if it's not comfortable, ladies aren't gonna do it. And also options for um making concealment like flattering like we, we, we women we're like we got enough like lumps and bumps and we don't want to add more so like can we just can we also just conceal carry in a way that we feel good about the way we look too that's a that's another real challenge that ladies have right right and my man here he said he advocates right <laughs> inside the thigh holsters i, I, I don't have a thigh holster it's um it is a suboptimal setup. <laughs> it's, um, it's a it's a it's definitely a summer carry kind of thing with you know like a little summer dress and but you know I'm I I, I need to win a gunfight and I'm gonna have the first shot if anybody is going to and I'm not necessarily gonna be able to do that from a thigh holster and with right. the kind of equipment I would have so that's hard. Right. And that's another reason, like when people come in the store, females, and they're like, I need to find a, a, a way to carry this particular gun. And so Tiffany steps in and, you know, I'm like, okay, yeah, I've got the same equipment. So I'm going to let Tiffany take over from here. Yeah. You know, because I mean, no matter what she's wearing, man, she's carrying a Glock 19. That's yeah. what I was going to ask. I was going to what's your, what's your carry, Glock 19? <laughs> Um, I have a couple. I my so for the summer, I'm usually rolling with a 43x and a spare mag, um, and then in the winter, honestly, I love my Canic TP9 SC. Like I, I've been loving the trigger on the Canic. Um, so that's you know. Have you tried the Shield Arms mags for your 43? I have not. I've got the. I've stuck with the regular uh, factory Glocks. Okay. Glock mags. Yeah, because then I've got 21 rounds on me. Oh, you carry sidecar. Okay. Yeah, I carry sidecar. Yeah. Which is perfect. Right. You know, that's like Tiffany was talking about her and, and her friend was out. And they didn't even know the whole time they've been out, she's wearing this sundress. She's carrying a, a Glock 17, uh, wow. two extra mags, pepper spray, wow. a knife. And they never knew that she was carrying all that on her person. Yeah. Yeah. We always sort of have a running joke of like, okay, how many weapons do you have on you today? And I'm like, do you count the flashlight? <laughs> like, <laughs> <Just us>. <laughs> <laughs> like flashlight, uh, knife, pepper spray, my 19, well, not my 19, but my 43X or my TP9. And then I'll have my Glock 42 as my backup, spare mag. <laughs> I'm, I'll be all right. Uh, what, about, what about you got in any rifle shooting or anything like that? Yeah, I just bought a new AR. Um, I got the LWRC direct impingement. Um, I'm rolling with that 16 and a half inch barrel on that. It's awesome. I love it. I've got a um, um, an EOTech optic on it. There you go. Um, yeah, it's been great. Love it. Toads o'clock. Like, yeah, you flat right? I always say if you control the light, you control the world. Like that flashlight is like one of your most powerful weapons. Honestly, it's my first, it's my first choice. 
man said we got a thousand yard range in Louisiana. We got like three or four of them up here, brother. Louisiana's too hot. That's too much. Right, man. Nobody trying to do with that, that heat like that again. That was like when we was in Houston, had people falling out and stuff. Sticky. <laughs> Sticky. Jack said we got the one mile range of South Carolina, and that's true. That that range there was nice. I think I think was what tops it for this range is the fact that everybody was so accommodating, mm. and we had it set up pretty much exactly how we wanted it. Mm. And so it's going to be hard to find people that will accommodate like that um, and is willing to work with you like that um, and provide the, the level of service we got. It's going to be hard to find. <laughs> do, you, do you think Lenny would be uh, interested in letting um, do a night shoot with night vision? And Yeah, I absolutely think so. I think the other. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Lenny's Lenny's like. Lenny's a good time guy. He's like, yeah, let's do it. You know, that's kind of Lenny's thing. Um, I think the other thing to keep in mind is something really unique that we have at the Glock store in range four, which is our big range. It's a 43 yard range um, is we do monthly um, low light shoots in there and we can do no light in there. We set up whole shoot rooms, set up like apartments with mattresses and everything. Uh, so we oh, it's, can, a, it's a house. We, we ha- so we have um, movable walls. Oh, and- wow. Yeah, so we can move everything in there. All of our ranges have a 270 degree shoot radius. RGG needs to be in Nashville next year. Inside climate control. Let the turkeys do night vision shoot at night, please. (laughs) What's going on, Dre? What's up, I'm Nashville Gun Girl. How you doing? I'm great. How are you? Not too bad. Not too bad. Just got in. Had a super long day, but it's all good. (laughs) <laughs> good oh it's like i feel like i'm like an honorary member of the family now <laughs> yeah i think you might be a turkey now you know what i'm saying oh shit <laughs> what'd you say you're right hey, you might be a turkey oh, now <laughs> now yo, you did good you did very very good as an rso like at one point i i stepped back and i was watching and i'm just like man to be fair we were late so we missed the whole range briefing. I didn't know where the line was. Like until you told me, I was like, "Oh, that's where it is." All right. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. Well. You're good. You're good. Yeah, no, thank you. There's yeah. a lot of people. There was a lot of people, and I'm just like, "Wow, you're not doing bad." It was a lot. Uh, one of the guys came up to me, and he was like, "This is real stressful, right?" And I was like, "It's all right." You know, it's just like, you know, just watching all the moving pieces. You know, um, it was just. I think the most of it was that that table that was right there where all the guns were just kind of like mishmashed in there. I just like kept looking at the table and I'd be like, I don't know that I saw that one clear. So I was like, you know, checking some of those, but everybody was good. So, and I appreciate your, your kind words. That means a lot, you know, cause I, I care a lot about what I do and I care about people having a good time and staying safe. And, you know, I don't want to be that bossy bitch that ruined everybody's vibe, but you know, so. like, well, I would have been that bossy bitch. I would like, Hey, put that down. Hey, <laughs> I would have been yelling at people. Everybody would have hated me. You did. You did good. I was called one and I was, uh, with my man, he got to shoot my gun and I don't know why he did that. He was like, vroom, vroom, and he flipped it over, and I was like, nah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think the biggest one was, like, everybody kept getting so excited, especially with all the rifles, that, it, and I'm, like, such a stickler on that selector. And yeah. it was just a lot of, like, shooting and then just, like, looking like, that was cool. And I'm like, take care of business first. Like, you're not, you know, like, that one, um, 
you know that but like again that's like a smallish really thing like the muzzles were all kept safe um you know we have muzzles flying around we got issues and um you know there was really good trigger discipline good muzzle discipline so um it was good i agree i agree with total Glock boy like i said had i've been ours so i would have been yelling <laughs> by the end of it, I would have been yelling. I was like, "Yo, she's handling pretty well." Like, thank you. That's, that's you did good. Thank you. Do you think it would have been different if it had been a dude RSO? I'm always curious 100%. about that. Yeah, a hundred percent. Would I, I personally? What I would have? Um, I don't think anybody would have got super disrespectful. Um, but there were a good group of guys that do know what they're doing, and yeah. at that point, the RSO is just trying to keep like everybody's safe. And then those guys, it would have been like an ego thing. Yeah, It would have been an ego thing, you know, but yeah. um, everything worked out real well. RGG threw a really good, really, really good event. Uh, yeah, you, do. you know, RGG, we're trying to go back to Nashville, bro. Yeah. I mean, for Glenn, me. you know, like, we're trying to go back to Nashville. Like, <laughs> I, know, I know what we say don't count, but just understand that we're trying we to have go a building. Through. We can set up walls and shit. And like, yeah. <laughs> we have, we, so we can get UTM rounds too. That's uh, rounds. the training like, rounds. rounds. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. And yeah. we can shoot up to 308 in our indoor ranges, guys. Sheesh. Okay. Yeah. 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 Y'all got the pretty much the same setup we have in our range with the ballistic panel, the rubber panels all around. Yeah. On the ceiling and stuff. Yeah, yeah, so that that range can take a beating. Yeah, and if you've you not seen it, did we mess up any steel? You know, no. I mean, you know, it just needs to be repainted, and that's it. And that's it. you know, you just roll the paint back on, you're good to go. But we were crashing out. Sure no, it was good. Um, it was good. You know, but steel's it's made to be shot, and yeah, it uh, it did its it did its job. <laughs> yeah, no, you guys definitely have a crazy setup there. Like, even from crossing that bridge with the water, I was like, where am I? Like, <laughs> like what is happening right now? Yeah. yeah, next time we'll cue the banjos. Yo. <laughs> I, live in, I live in West Virginia, so don't even worry about it. So if we hear the banjos, it's just you. I'm like, like oh, man, what? Guys, is that you? <laughs> man, it's, you know, it was it was a beautiful event. Uh, it was beautiful to see everybody getting along, everybody networking, everybody just showing love. And uh, to have good RSOs makes it a lot more fun because I honestly didn't know what to expect. I didn't know who was going to be the RSOs. I didn't know what y'all was going to be about. I didn't know, you know, how strict things were going to be. Um, but, I mean, it actually it went really well. And uh, I was I was real excited. Um and like I said, RGG said he's torn between Nashville and Atlanta. I mean, it's going to be hard to top what we just did. <laughs> it's going to be hard to beat that. You you, you did. You, I don't know how you're going to top that one, RGG. I don't know. I don't know. know. RGG, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm trying to bring that 50 back out. Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to do the shoot house. Yeah, I'm trying to do the shoot house. house. I'm trying to do the shoot yeah. house. The, the night vision, like man, can you imagine a night shoot on that range? We got it. The turkeys, the turkeys can do that. We can yeah. instruct them. I mean, that's yeah. what I'm saying. But can you imagine what it will be like being on that range doing a night shoot at the farm? What? Yeah, it'd be insane. Yeah. 
might get a coyote smacked out there. <laughs> you, can, you can hunt a coyote year round, no limits, no like nothing. You can just yep. you see a coyote, you can just pick them off anytime you want. Oh my god. No, yeah, we almost we almost took one on the way out there Friday. Did you? We were leaving. There was one running across the field, and I slammed on the brakes, jumped out, yoking them. They slammed on the brakes and jumped out. And I was like, "Yoki, you want to shoot him?" Yeah, the other guy was like, "Can I?" I was like, "Yeah." She was like, "She she wasn't ready though." Oh, yeah, coyotes, you can get those. Yeah, so definitely a dope setup that you guys got out there. The Glock store is absolutely insane. Nashville as a whole is absolutely insane. Yeah, Mm -hmm. like yeah. When you can see at night, it's different. Yeah. We got you, RGG. We'll give you a set of nods, bro. It's Nashville as a whole is definitely um like I've passed Nashville a bunch of times traveling. I've never actually stepped foot in Nashville and visited Nashville and got to see Nashville. And when I did, I'm just like, how come nobody's ever told me about Nashville? Yeah. Now, one person I've ever met is like, yo, Nashville is the place to be. You should go there. Like, <laughs> Nashville is the place to be. Like, there's just everything. That 100%. Nashville's got everything. Wait, hey, since RGG's on here, I just want to throw out there that I got my feelings That's a little hurt watching cool. on Instagram, seeing everybody posting about the award ceremony, and I have real bad FOMO about it now. And I think that there should be a best RSO award next year, and I should get to come and get that award. <laughs> Ooh, Agreed. Don't feel bad. The turkeys didn't go either because we all had our wives. Yep. They, so they didn't want to stay like by themselves all day. So we're, yeah. like, we're going to go to the range and then we'll take you out. We promise. We promise. So we had to miss, we had to miss the war show too, which, which really sucks. But it looked like it was so fun. I want, you know, listen, I just wanted to see real. I just wanted to see real deal dancing. Oh real, man. Real deal. That was hilarious, bro. I was ready to get my Kanye West on, bro. I swear. (laughs) (laughs) Taylor Swift's cool and all, but nah. (laughs) No one expected that from him at all. It's one of those things that just happened, man. It just happened. Man, that's like, like I said, I think. uh, Wow, wow, don't Ooh, do that. RGG just said Turkey's too important to come to the awards. That's a lie. That's a lie. RGG was too important to return my text. Oh. See, I dropped the link for him to come in here and chop it up for a minute. I know he takes okay. Saturdays off, but uh, <laughs> I dropped the link for him. But yeah, I, I don't know, I man. I'm looking. For, I'm looking forward to next year. Yeah, bro. <laughs> if you are a single man and you haven't been to Nashville, you are. All I gotta say, Daisy Dukes and cowgirl boots. How? Okay, I got a question. That's all all I gotta say, bro. How do they all know to wear the same outfit? It's the Nashville tourist uniform. That's that's it. Like the text goes that's out it. or what? You get yep, an email, like, like little Daisy Duke <laughs> skirt or shorts with your cowgirl boots and, and your crop top. Yeah. That's it. That's it. That's the uniform. <laughs> you know, Nashville is the bachelorette party capital of the country. Yeah, kind of figured that out. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. I was walking I was walking down the strip like this. 
It's like, oh God, no. Don't no, no. look anywhere. You're going to get in trouble. <laughs> yeah, because odds are you're going to run into one of them that's taking my pepper spray class, and that's going to end badly for you. Oh, no, not me. Nah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm respectful. They're just respectful. Yeah, I can take pepper spray. I've been pepper spray. <laughs> <laughs> Do it again. Do it again. Step it up to mustard gas. All right. (laughs) So one of the guys, Evan, well, uh, Dre, you met Evan at the shop. So um, this past weekend, it was on, uh, I think it was, oh, it was Monday, uh, right after the meetup. Um, Evan went out to lunch to Panda Express and some dude was stealing this girl's purse. Really? And so Evan's like, 70 pounds soaking wet, you have to realize. And bro, Evan is tiny, bro. Big ass CZ. Oh, like little like wheel gun in his pocket with like a speed loader for that. And then he's got pepper spray, a knife, a flashlight, and sometimes like I don't even know what else he puts in. But like half of his whole body weight in give any given day is weapons. And he texts me and he's like, hey, I got to pepper spray someone at lunch. I'm like, what? He's like, he's like, the dude was like totally loaded up on heroin, just like out of his mind. He's like, so it took him and he's like, he punched me twice in the face. And then he was like, I'm calling the police. And I was like, you do that, bro. And then he left. Panda Express gomped his lunch, but he came back like so stoked about pepper spray. Oh, black eyes, like, shit, you missed it. It was great. <laughs> Oh man. man. So if you if you if you watch uh my MP5 full auto MP5 video, Evan is the kid in the video that's in there with us, the little instructor. Right. He's a little bitty dude. He's not much bigger than Tangerine. Damn. <laughs> he's Do not bitty. underestimate him. I, I'm not getting pepper sprayed. <laughs> not even that. Like, dude is like he he's such a gun nerd, but like I say that in the most adoring way. He's like my little brother. And he just, he's shot every gun that's been made, like, and mass manufactured, literally every gun. I'll bring, I brought my granddad's old 22 revolver in one day, and I was like, I don't know what this is. And he's like, oh, that's a, this one. He's like, I think because of this weird little thing on it, it was like 1953. And he's like, let me check the serial number. And he's like, yep, I was right. And I was like, you want to shoot it? I've shot one of these before. I'm like, oh, okay. You know, just everything. He can tell you anything. Hey, RGG. What's up, man? Is this what we do? He's not a turkey. He's gun camp. Oh, we don't just say hi to everybody like a turkey. No. Yeah. Okay. Some people, some people, you can, you can, but some people might get offended. Just let okay, me know. That's, that's, like throwing up, that's like throwing up blood to a crib. Okay, I'm not gonna do that. I want to win an award. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, y'all? Like damn turkey. I'm not a turkey. I promise. Nah, we got RGG to throw it up to. I've been seen with them, but I'm not one of them, okay? Damn. No, I, I support them. They, they my homies. I just give them a hard time. Low-key, like, you want to be a turkey. Uh, <laughs> what's going on tonight, man? Everybody good? Yeah. No, no. What are you doing? Cooking, man. What you cooking? I'm making uh, Italian beef and fries. Nothing crazy, but... Mm. That's that. Shy That's good, though. Yeah. Italian beef and fries. Mm. Yeah, man. And what I'm, is I'm, Italian I'm, beef? Is it is it is it like cheesesteak or what? Like, what's going on? Sounds like he's not really, not really. I never like, had it. I don't know what it is. You never had Italian beef before? Nah. I don't know how to explain it, man. Somebody got to yeah. explain it. Okay, so you yeah, can no, go to um, taste <laughs> like t- go to the website taste, but it's plural tastes 
tastesofchicago.com and you can order Portillo's Italian beef straight to you and then you'll know. Oh, oh damn. Yeah. Help them out. Tell them. Cause, oh, I heard you got like- Hamburger meat with garlic? She got Chicago. She hamburger meat with garlic. Is that, that's all it is? No. No. It's like a, almost- <laughs> <laughs> What like you, a, put it, you put it on a, on a hamburger bun or what? Yeah, the bun, yeah. It's on like a Kaiser roll. You gotta. So it's a sloppy joke. No, it's not, no. <laughs> I mean French roll, like French roll. This dude says like a hoagie. Joke. Yeah, like a hoagie, sort of like kind of maybe. Okay, I got you. Yeah, like a hoagie. It's a bootleg cheesesteak. No, it's yeah. a different thing. Uh, hey, listen, I tell you, Chicago got the best. Food in the world. We ain't on your panel now. I'm gonna say it. No, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> I always respected your panel. I always will. Understand that we're not on your panel either. You're right. You're right. You're right. Therefore, it still holds true. Hold on. Let me get my phone right. Yeah. That like that's funny. You're right. Lou Malnati's. All statements. You can get that on Taste of Chicago. You can just go on there and you can order everything. Everything you need. I uh, I like Chicago. They got, they got a website for Taste of West Virginia? <laughs> I don't know. What would we get? <laughs> I, I don't know. I could. Is it like, like grilled roadkill raccoon or something? I don't know. <laughs> I can't even tell you. I'm going to tell you right now. I don't eat out over here. Damn. I don't eat out over here. I cook. Philly's slow. He's so right. How do you disrespect that? Yeah. We so, just get cheesesteaks where I'm from. Like, what the <laughs> I mean, cheesesteaks are good too, but it's its own thing. It's yeah. the same thing, basically, right? But ground beef instead. Huh? Close? Nah, man. I don't know. I don't want to argue about it. No, it's not. I looked at the picture. It does look good. I'm a, it is good. It's, it's really good. Yeah. I'm not gonna hold on wait because well, I gotta like, shout out to the store, man. You guys did an amazing job, man. Thanks for handling that event what you guys did. Yeah, it was so good having you there and um glad glad you had a good time and glad we made you proud. And you know, that was the big thing is we wanted you to have a, have a successful event that you know you look good, um, then we're happy. Definitely, definitely. It was it went well, man. I guess if the turkeys liked it, it had to go well because they, they snobs. <laughs> Look, they aren't disagreeing with you. They won't disagree with that at all. Yeah, they're not disagreeing at all. At no, all. That's one of them. We're not snobbing. <laughs> it wasn't okay. any group event. I, I'm, I'm telling you, that was one for the books. Yeah, it was dope, man. It was I, dope. Think you should do, I think you should run it back, bro. Real shit. Sorry. We're going to see, you. man. We're going to see. I'm, I'm, I'm leaning. I'm torn right now. Well, in Nashville's easy to get to. You know, it's like pretty central. People coming from everywhere. And there's um, parts of that range that we didn't even touch. Like she said, might be able to do a night shoot. They got a shoe house. At the indoor range, yeah. 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 We're going to see, man. We're going to see. I'm still put, almost burnt my fries listening to this. (laughs) (laughs) Now, on the range, when you're going up, and I, I saw when the first time I ever went to the range, um, but there's targets on the way up. What are those for? You know, I'd have to ask Lenny about that. Um, he says you know, shooting out the cars. I asked that same question. For shooting out that's the cars? What, that's what Evan told me. He said that's for shooting out the cars. Yeah, oh, okay. that's what I was going to say is, like, if there's 
you know, so we have an experience that people can purchase where they get a full day at the at the Glock store. It's like eight hours and they work with multiple different trainers on you know various platforms. And then their second day is out at the farm with a different trainer working on lots of different things. So that's kind of like a very VIP, very cool experience that people can buy um, to do that. And, you know, there's just, there's, you know, there's so much versatility out at the farm. And if it's just one shooter and a trainer, I mean, you can sky's the limit out there, you know, it's 200 acres. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think Lenny told me the exact number was like two thirty-seven or something like that. Yeah, that's a lot. Like y'all never even saw a half of the property. <laughs> yeah, y'all just saw a small portion. And I don't know what all Lenny has planned for it because you know even the the portions that you saw are fairly new and have been finished. You know, just in this calendar year too. So there's a lot more. That I think he's got planned. So the steel's been set up, but I don't even know what else he's got planned. It'd be really cool to set up a space out there where you can like uh, blow up a car, you know, <laughs> just like, yeah. You know, there's a lot of stuff that we could do out there. You could do that next year. We'll donate a car. Yeah. <laughs> there is, you know, and if it's if we don't if Lenny doesn't have it set up out there for that, um, we can talk to Evan at the shop because Evan and some of his boys they went out and did that with Evan's old car and they just like shot the thing all to hell. And I don't know where they did that, but that's a thing. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, that's only a thing. Um yeah. I know uh, one of the owners of the store I work in. They hit. They own head down firearm, and they have a big farm too. But it's just for head down, yeah. and um, they go out there and do some wild stuff. Sometimes they they blew up a doggone box truck one day wow. with a bunch of tannerite. <laughs> so do they they shoot from those razors, the ATVs and stuff, or what? I bet they do. I bet they do. You know what fun they have on that range? Right. And I know this because I thought about all the fun I would have. As soon as I crossed that bridge, we went. I seen that first piece of steel. I said, oh, this is going to be good. This is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> you were having, man. Yo, I was insane. Yeah. I actually I was thinking about the neighbors that day. I'm gonna be honest. I probably will wait until next year. I'll probably be back in Nashville. The fifties just dumping. Like what the? Fuck yeah. Yeah. Like, just, know. yeah, like the neighbors just like for like three hours, just nothing but bam, 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 bam and then boom. How it's what? I look left. I look right. I looked at the RSO. That's it. Yeah, you know what would be I'm dumping this. I'm dumping this, and no one's stopping me right now. Great, I was out the range. I was like, yes. I didn't even know who it was, but I was just like, this is awesome. Yeah, um, it's insane. But you know, Barrett is headquartered uh, just outside Nashville, so maybe what RGG needs to do is work some out with Barrett to go out there and get like a tour, or get those guys to come out with some fun toys. I'm just saying. Mm. I, can actually, I can actually get in touch with those guys. A lot of the guys that I work with came from Barrett. All right, I'll be there in August. Yeah, Barrett, I'm coming back. Barrett, yeah, Barrett is in Murfreesboro where I live at, right yeah. outside of Nashville. Yes. Yeah, they're right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They actually, they actually own one of our competing stores right down the street, down the interstate from us. Oh, really? Yeah. That's wild. That's insane. Wow. Yeah, Outpost Armory. That's Barrett's. 
Oh, is it? I thought that. Yeah. Okay, I thought they had partnered up with like the Armory ranges. It didn't go through. Oh, okay. Well, because then Armory sold. So okay. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. they um. <laughs> He just did that. I gotta go. He just, he just did that. <laughs> All right, bro. Thank you. Thank you, so, bro. You should. Oh. You were awesome. <laughs> it's good to see you. Turkey gang. <laughs> so silly. That guy's crazy. Yeah, well, that's silly. Silly. Uh, well, I hate to do it too. I'm gonna probably need to wrap it up here. We're trying to get packed up and on the road as soon as we're uh, done here, and the kids all have their teeth brushed. Yeah, yeah. Well, like I said, these guys, man, they definitely want to, you know, shout out, you know, give a shout out and say what's up. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so I, I've been, I've been uh, planning this ever since we first set everything up. I was, they was like, we could come on or whatever. I'm like, yeah, got gotcha. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, you guys were so awesome. I'd love to, love to see you guys again. Shout out to the dude Derek who was there. He was in the on the property. Derek. Oh, he's a yeah. He takes care of the farm. Yeah. He works hard. He did a lot. He was like, yeah, he was yeah. telling me. I don't know if Derek does it, but like uh, Lenny um, saves all that brass too. They have to pick it up by hand. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, that's what what Lenny he was he was saying he was gonna put tarps down so they could well, that, the tarps. I, I guess so got the tarps. bad. I mean, yeah, yeah, they picked out know, that brass. You up. didn't do that. He, you know, you didn't notice there was no brass on the ground when you got there. Yeah, but I didn't know anybody like the turkeys collectively dumped like two thousand plus rounds. Oh, well, it was way more than two thousand rounds. Like. We came with a lot of ammo, and when we packed up, we're like, "Damn, shit's light." <laughs> yeah, it was a lot. I was curious how many rounds you guys went through. It was a lot, but you know, I mean, that's like a that's a choice. And honestly, like, yeah, there was no brass out there when we got there. But also, you know, you guys being out there is that's the most firepower and the most rounds that have been sent, you know, at a time out there. So they're still picking up brass. Yeah, there's still there's no way that. That's insane. I feel so bad. <laughs> I was like, maybe like a like a shop vac. Yo, something, something. That's yeah. cool. that's a lot of brass. Yeah. See, so uh, Toto Glock boy asked about three dollars a pound for the brass. He's like, yeah, there's a couple hundred bucks for the brass out here. So it's like it's worth it. I guess. I'd be yeah. like, hey kids, go pick up the brass. <laughs> no. That's cool. I know y'all had some some pretty good sized groups. And I keep hearing that that this was the biggest event y'all have done to date. Yeah. Um, is, did this set a bar? Did RGG just set a bar for the Glock store as far as events? As far as size goes, absolutely. I mean, it was such a unique event. Um, you know, and I've only been with the Glock officially with the Glock store since January. So, but you know, we're having our one year anniversary on June 11th. But we're having a big open house next Saturday. That's going to be at the store um, and the farm. Yeah. Yeah. Come on out. I'd love to see you. Um, you know, as far as the farm goes, the farm has just gotten set up. So you guys kind of, you know, broke that in. We've had a couple of little things going on out there, but you know, it was sort of like the, the christening of the range out there. I, I would, I would say with this event. So there was, um, there was another small group, uh, two weekends prior 
to the meetup, but that was like, you know, it wasn't all gun people. People got to shoot, but it was like a good mix of people and they had like a sit down dinner and it was a different thing. So this being like specifically like a gun meetup, like it definitely sets the bar. Yeah, um, I know, I think Lenny had them build a platform on the hill specifically for the event. Oh, did he? Uh, well, I know that they've been, uh, here, come on, you'll, you'll recognize this guy here. Um, is that Carlos? Sure. Yes, Carlos. What's up, little dude? Yo. <laughs> How you doing, brother? How's everything? Hey, man. Good, man. I'm good. How you feeling? Man, I just ate like my freaking weight and seafood. So <laughs> take the kids to an all-you-can-eat seafood buffet. Seafood buffet. Nice, nice. Yeah. Look, nice. I remember him too. Look. Yeah, there <laughs> he is. Look. <laughs> yeah, yeah man, it was like me and both of y'all. Uh, oh, wait, wait, hold up. You got a little one. How you doing, little one? Hi. So, this is Piper. This little one right here, what, about a year ago? I was sitting in my office working, and she's at the dining room table, had a friend spending the night. And I, you know, like, you don't always, like, hear the conversations that are going on. But then all of a sudden, I just heard her say, well, what's your favorite, the Glock 43X or the Ruger 22? And I was like, I was like, come here real quick. Come here. She goes, well, mine's the Glock 43X. And I was like, I was like. Okay, first of all, good choice. Second of all, you can't talk to all your friends like that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a good thing, though. She's learning yeah. early. She's learning early. Yeah, and then my older one, she's 14, and she'll be texting me from school. Mom, mom, can we go shooting when I get home from school? Like, uh, maybe, you know, but she she's lefty. But she shoots all the things. But we take yeah. them for turkey shoots and all kinds of stuff. Which one of y'all shoots the best? I'm curious. Which one of y'all's the top gun of the house? I mean, we just have totally different styles. So, you know, like he was in the army and then he was a police officer and on SWAT. So like, we just have very different styles. He's like, like he can like go through any platform you've got, like in his sleep. Um, yeah. He's like, he's a wizard on all that stuff. Like he can take all of this. So he was out at Royal range, you know, before he came over to Glock store and with all the full autos out there, how many they have out there? Like so many hundreds so and he knows how to take like all of them apart and like do all this stuff do all the stuff with them which i i'm worthless but yeah I'm, I'm not gonna knock him for being a police officer but i've seen that some of the worst shooters that come on my range of police officers oh yeah <laughs> no it's true it's true because man it... well tell them about when we did our um instructor we did our instructor cert together and he got really mad and like he like pause for a second i thought it was me his target and ran away and you have to so you can shoot different targets for the qualification for that class but like mm -hmm. um because the instructor knew that we were going on to do the instructor cert with ak a few weeks later we did our bit with a different trainer and so when we did BIT, I shot the instructor qual because he knew that's what I was shooting for in a couple of weeks. And it's like 25 yards on like, a, like I don't even know what, like a, you have to get him in yeah, like it's a, a B8. It's a B8 and you have to hit it at 25 yards. Like, no, so it's 15 yards. No, it's 25. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's 15. No, it's, yeah, it's 15 yards. 15. Is it? I thought it was 25. Well, I'd been practicing at 25 yards. So, and then then but then like the basic shooter for that class like they're like at like five yards or something and they have a totally different target 
right? Mm -hmm. and, and so then they score you like a number. It's like either like one, two, three, four, or like instructor, and that's your, mm -hmm. your qualification score. And he had just, so he was injured as a police officer and he hadn't been long um, on um, his, in, in, like his pension for and retired out for his injury. And so he hadn't been shooting and training, but I'd been like training like crazy. And then he got like really, really mad about that. But it was like, it was bad. Like we didn't talk for like two days. And, but then, you know, he was like, he got mad and like Ox says is like, you suck, get better, you know? And that's what he, <laughs> that's what he did. And so, you know, he's put a lot of time in, but it's true. Like officers don't get the time or the training to go and like really work their, their skills the way that, you know, they deserve to. So what's, are, do you do you teach the same way Ock does? Ock's kind of aggressive. Ock's like, what are you doing? What the fuck did you do that? <laughs> Me, I don't, I don't teach like that. He probably says more snarky things than I do. I teach a lot. <laughs> I teach a lot like the way I do a, a, a the way I RSO is like, you know, like I try to, especially because I teach a lot of women that have like some sensitive backgrounds. You know, is it's like it's a different, like it's a different psychological situation, and so. Um, I teach with a lot of affirmations, but with a lot of data and explanation of like, this is why I need you to do it this way. I need this right. to make sense to you. So you do it. But like, right. we have very different teaching styles. Tell them like, what about you? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not like that either. Uh, I'm pretty, I'm a very impatient person, but when it comes to teaching, for some reason, I'm, I have a lot of patience with, with my students. Yeah, Ock is patient with other students. He's not very patient with us. <laughs> so funny. That's so funny. See, I haven't experienced that side of Ock. Like, I don't. That's so funny. Um, he's very demanding of us because he wants us to be the best that we can be. Yeah, so and maybe he's different with me because he knows I'm really, really hard on myself, and I push myself and work really hard to do a really good job sure. and learn and absorb really well. So maybe that's why he doesn't. You know, I think he's a good read of people and he might, you know, go like, oh, that's what you need. But like, if he's got me on the line, I, you know, I don't know. I don't, I just get a different vibe off of him. Yeah. It's, and it's probably because he knows us so well. He knows we can take it. He knows yeah. we're, we're, we're tough. He'd be honest though. Like if I, if you go train with Ock and you're like Tiffy or his, or his wife or like Marv, he's going to ride your ass. He's going to ride you hard, especially on proof day. Yeah. I went out to proof day one time and I was like, nope. Mm -mm, I'm not <laughs> nope. Yeah. I need to get in more time with him. I just like, I just think the world of him. So. Yeah. Great. Thank you for having me on. Oh, yeah, brother. Cool. Bye, guys. Bye. Uh, hey, I'm probably not going to wait till next year to go to Nashville again. I'm like, yeah, come on. Like, I'm probably going to go out there and shoot and have fun and. So come on out so we do the low light match the fourth saturday of every month so come out a weekend when we have the he sets up like the shoot houses for that you can follow him on instagram too it's carlos danger 29 and he's got a videos on there of like the different setups he's been putting together which are like so dope yeah. um, so come out when we've got a low light shoot carlos danger yeah 29 right yeah carlos There you go. So you, now you know when to come. Oh, look at that. I'm already following you, dog. Hey. I'm already following you. Yeah. So yep. when you get here, tap in with me. 
We'll of link course. up. Of course, I'll bring you a bottle of Duce. Ah, yeah. All right, guys. Enjoy the night. Have fun. Be safe. Thanks. Yeah. Later, Thanks. Good to see you. Yep. Aw, that was fun. Yeah, I told you, man. They, the, you know, everybody respected everything y'all did out there. We definitely, you know what I'm saying, appreciate y'all. And I don't know what happened to you. You disappeared on me. I didn't see you no more after I met you initially. Uh, but, you know, salute to you, man. Appreciate you. Everybody was talking about how great the RSOs were. And uh, y'all were doing y'all's thing out there. And yeah. I hear y'all got, you know, you got these multiple, multiple businesses going on. So y'all doing your thing out here. And I don't yeah. know how we haven't bumped into each other before. I know. I have no idea. I said the same thing to Ak. I was like, how do I not know this dude? But, you know, that's uh, we fixed that now. I told him we need to have barbecue and we're coming over to his house. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you like pork, there won't be any of that there. <laughs> oh, really? No. <laughs> she said, dang. I, I mean, I eat anything. I can BYO pork. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So what what's so you law enforcement, you got a law enforcement background. Yeah, military and, and law enforcement. Military and law enforcement. Well, appreciate your service. Do you want Thank a chair? Like he's got like these bum knees from jumping out of planes and he's like on the floor right now. Well that's probably why he's so short, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of the guys I work with, that's what he did in the military. Oh yeah. Yeah. So so how long have you been uh training and stuff like that? Well, uh... Um, I didn't really start training seriously until, what was it? I, I guess we started together pretty much, didn't we? I mean, yeah, I've been, I mean, I've been doing my military and police stuff for over 20 years, but, you know, I didn't get into the instructor stuff until, until she did. Okay. So, so how are you liking the, the training aspect of everything? I mean, I've been, I've been shooting guns since I was twelve years old. Okay. I joined the army when I was twenty. Now, are either one of y'all from here originally? No. No. I'm from Arizona. Joined the army when I was twenty, and I was stationed up here in North North Carolina, and then uh, then I went to Fort Campbell, and I got out at Fort Campbell and went to work for Metro. Okay. So you swore for Metro. Yeah, that's how I ended up in Nashville. Okay. Okay. So yeah, 2018, December 2018, I got hurt and I had to take a medical retirement. So um I mean that that pension, you know, not enough money. So I had to find something else to do. Right, right. And you know I this this seemed like the perfect thing to get into got you got you and so for y'all that don't know uh this is carlos he's one of the other rso's that was at the meetup as well and uh that's also christian's booth thing as you can see <laughs> so how long y'all been together <laughs> i don't know what two Years. Uh, no, no, seems like it. I know we've been friends for a really long time. Um, okay. but <laughs> let's just put over and let her slide in there with you. 
<laughs> well, I got, I know it's like, I got my little one over here talking and <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. That so do been- y'all do, do y'all do like couples classes and stuff like that? Uh, talking to Dan, who's the marketing guy at the Glock store, I pitched to him the idea of doing a couples class of like common pitfalls for couples that shoot together. And, you know, we talk, so I'd like to do that. If that doesn't come together at Glock store, I'm just going to do it on my own with us through She Shoots. Okay. Now, as far as like, do you find it hard when you're doing, you know, classes or whatever? Um, do you find that the women don't like to listen to the husbands and vice versa? The husband? Yeah. Yeah. I think the biggest issue I see is like, you know, there's a couple, there's like kind of two different like profiles that come in. One is the guy that comes in and like wants to do everything for the, the lady, give her the gun, she shoots it. And then he takes it back and does everything. And she gets frustrated because she's not learning how to run the gun herself. And then the other one is the guy that comes in and is like, sort of overbearing and like trying to tell her stuff. And um, half the time he's telling her just like total bullshit. That's like, why are you saying any of that? Um, So those are kind of the two things that I see the most. What about you? Yeah. A lot of the times the, the husbands just make it harder for the wives, I think, because um, I don't know. They just seem to make it harder for them to learn trying to tell them, you know, the wrong way to do things. Right, right. Yeah, or the woman feels like she can't make a mistake or that he's not patient with her because it just, you know, she's trying to, like, understand, like, the why and how it works. And he's just just like, just do this. She's like, well, why, how? You know, it's just like, you know, it gets to be kind of a lot, but. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, it's definitely been fun talking. I know y'all got to hit the road. Yeah. And I know I see it's getting dark on y'all. Yeah, um, no, it's uh, ten o'clock here now. Yeah. So, like, do y'all have anything y'all want to shout out? Social media wise, websites, dates of events, anything that you all want to put out there for people? Uh, you know, I think um, for for me, it's you know, if anybody you know wants to bring a lady trainer in where you don't have one, I'm always down for traveling um, and coming and bringing classes. Um, anyone who wants to come to Nashville to work with either of us, you know, you can hit us up at the Glock store or through she shoots. Either one of those is totally fine. Um, you know, um, you know, that, that's kind of it. I'm mostly doing, we're bo- both mostly doing private instruction. I do classes, um, on request, all the classes that I offer on my website. Um, and then the Glock store has got a lot going on too. So there's just like, we're really easy to find. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that- the Glock, so they do have a, a lot of stuff to offer out there. Now, is if, if people can't get to the Glock store, they can come to your IG, correct? Yeah. Now, do yeah, you all have a YouTube I, channel? No. Um, I had a podcast for a good long while prior to having this business. Um, but I just I have too many things going on. And, like, you know, even with my travel business, like, I'm turning – clients away. So I'm just like, I'm just busy on the grind and not, you know, I'm barely making it pushing out little posts here and there. So yeah, I hate being on camera. (laughs) (laughs) YouTube wouldn't work. You was on camera a lot this weekend, brother. (laughs) I'm sure there's a ton of pictures of you floating around videos and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. I think, matter of fact, 
No, I hadn't fired up the camera yet when we first met. But I did get a clip of you, uh, Kristen. Uh, we had already done uh, everything, all the briefs and all that stuff. And y'all had called Hot Range. And I told Scotty Tutti, my camera guy, I said, hey, why don't you run down there and get some footage of them shooting? And as he's walking down through there, he had the camera going. And he caught you. You were standing there and you were watching Yoki shoot that first run. And as he was going by, you can hear you say, you start clapping, you're like, nice run. And you walked off. I was like, oh, that was perfect. That was perfect. That oh, was cool. perfect timing. Because it was just like, I wanted that video to be so natural. You know what I'm saying? That's why I yeah. kind of like, I didn't really set up nothing. I just kind of like, like let him do his thing. He was just kind of wandering around most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's been hard to keep up with all of the content that everybody's putting out there in so many accounts and so many videos. So you know, mostly I'm like checking like the Instagram stories to be like, okay, who posted what? I'm just like, there's so much oh, out man. there, but it's really cool to see. If you go on YouTube and search a regular meetup, Jesus. Okay. Oh, okay. Right. So much stuff out there. I've dropped two videos already myself and got a third one in the oven cooking. Wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So there's so much stuff out there on YouTube. So much. Um, yeah. And I know. Yeah, I'm trying to catch up. Oh, yeah. And if you, if anybody, that's recording anything around the turkey's table, you're there, you're gonna be in the video. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I don't know, you must have been up top, right? Were you up top? Where were you at? Because I didn't remember seeing you after I met you that morning. No, I was I was there in the, the main area. He was in the middle with where like you? where it was originally yeah. set up to be carbine, but then we had all those like three tables there in that middle section. That's where he was. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm so short though, you probably like, <laughs> Because <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't remember seeing you, and I never did. I think the only time I saw Lenny Jr. was when we were doing a brief, and then he went up. Yeah, because he went, he went up top. Yeah, yeah. yeah he then, went up uh, top. I saw Nate regularly. Him and Quentin, I saw them a bunch. Yeah, yeah, they were um, getting content too, and so like, <laughs> yeah, he was in the middle yelling at people. He doesn't yell. At <laughs> <laughs> He didn't really yell that much. <laughs> I'd be more likely yeah. to yell. That's funny. A little yeah. Lenny, yeah, Lenny Jr. Yeah, he was up top. That was kind of the plan because to get up there, you know, we have to close off that road when the, the range up there is hot. And mm -hmm. so, you know, then he was kind of running the the side-by-side -side up there and back. But that was kind of the plan was for him to run the range up there. And then, you know, I was just going to kind of run point down at the, the main area. Right. Now, I would say... Quentin and Nate, those are my dudes. They're yeah. my partners right there. Yeah. So anytime I go in there, as soon as I usually, as soon as I walk in the door, that's the first thing I say, "Where's Quentin and Nate?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, those are my guys right there. We have such a good crew at the shop, really. Like we really do. I love everybody there, and it's and I say that too is like I'm the only chick that works there. You know, we have some in like the office and in customer service, like on the phones, like the CSRs for the online store for customer support. But in retail on the range, I'm the only girl in there. And, you know, people ask me a lot of questions like, how is that? Whatever. But it's like everybody's so good and they have my back. Um, there are sometimes because of our private shoot rooms, there are people that come in that want to shoot. And my spidey sense just starts going, mm, not this one for me. And, you know, everybody's like and it's not that I can't take care of myself, but it's also like why put myself in a situation where I have to do something when I could just be like, hey, somebody else take this. Um so everybody there is really cool about, you know, 
looking out for so, each other, but like looking out for me, which I appreciate as a female. Yeah, yeah, females, y'all, y'all get, y'all get the wrong end of the deal a lot of times. So, but I think y'all make some of the best instructors because y'all kind of take the time and you're more patient. Guys, we're kind of impatient. We're kind of like, look, I didn't told you what to do. Just do it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, there's different styles. You know, we didn't really talk about this, but like prior to me doing this, like I've spent most of my career in adult learning and in training. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. So, like, were you a college professor or something? No, I actually, um, so (laughs) I've done a million, I've had a million lifetimes, but um, I, uh, I was in corporate training uh, in leadership development training. And then when I left corporate, I actually had a fitness business for about five years and I was training celebrities in Hollywood. And I had, um, a, a certification program for trainers, a fitness training program. And I certified trainers, a, a train the trainer kind of deal. And, um, you know, that's just been something that I've always really loved is adult learning. And so, you know, when, like I said, when 2020 hit and my travel business became basically, you know, a dry creek bed. Um, you know, it was a very natural transition for me to just teach firearms. Like guns were a thing for me. Teaching was a thing for me. It was just a very natural sort of like thing that came about. I can definitely see you doing the fitness thing. Cause I, when I first met you, you walked up and I was like, dude, she kind of swole. Ah! <laughs> I was like, she, got, he, she might beat him up. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Like, I, oh, 20, ever since 2020, and I homeschooled my kids that year, and just like so much stuff has been going on. Yeah. It's like, I, it's funny. I, I appreciate you saying that because that's not how I feel right now. <laughs> I feel like I'm eating too many milkshakes. Because <laughs> 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 I am. <laughs> Well, man, it's been a pleasure, man. I definitely would. I would love to have y'all back on. Anytime. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we all should, we should get up and link up. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. Queen, she's wanting to do some training. Yeah. So I might have to send her your way. Let her Let's come do it. And do her thing. Yeah, we need to come down your way and see you too. Yeah, yeah. Come check it out, man. Um, our range is not as fancy as y'all's. So don't be laughing at our range. Y'all bucks. It's no judgment. <laughs> it's no judgment. But yeah, we definitely come through and holler at y'all. I'm gonna bring her up there because I think she, I think she would love the shoot house thing. I think yeah. that would be something she'd definitely be interested in. It's different. Every every month I change it up. I do a different um different oh, so you change it every month. Yeah, I change it. I do a different thing every month. I'm gonna come do that myself. I need to come yeah. do that. I need to just come down there and record a video. Yeah, um, you come down there doing the shoot house. Yeah. yeah. You're gonna be my tour, you're gonna be my guide in there, right? You're yeah. gonna be my instructor, yeah. right? Yeah, okay. You can come uh, shoot the we got the MP5 full auto. Uh, I shot that one, I did a video shooting that one. Oh, yeah, you yeah. did okay. You did, I think, yeah, you wrote, yeah, okay, I did you a video. Did. Um, and then we've got the full auto AK and uh, 556. If anything, I'm going to run with the MP5. Yeah, yeah. I mean, duh. Yeah. yeah. It's a Cadillac and machine guns. Man, that thing is stupid, man. It it's is. Like, I went in, that was the first, well, technically it was the second because I shot the sting gun first. But that MP5 is stupid because it's like, 
Oh, okay. There's a target. And it doesn't really move. No. <laughs> it doesn't move. It's like it's just there. You, your groups are crazy with that thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's so, fun. Yeah, I'm definitely going to run it with that. I got to. I, yeah. I can't. Yeah. yeah. And so when we're going to do this, man, we're going to have to set a date. I'm a, Yeah. So I'm going to hit you up on IG. We're going to okay. set a date. We're going to get this thing done. I'm going to bring okay. Queen with me because she needs to do some training. Too. I love it. Let's do it. Yeah, man. Well, come out and come out next Saturday, the 11th. And anybody who's like in the area, June 11th, we have the open house at the Glock store. Um, there's going to be giveaways. There's going to be all kinds of cool stuff going on. But it's like, it's a big deal. It's our one year anniversary there. So that's going to be a, like a cool, cool time. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, the first one was nice. Um, I took a tour last year. I think so. I came out to the grand opening. I met Dan, met Lenny, met Lenny Jr. And then. That Monday, I was up there doing a tour. That following Saturday, I was there shooting the MP5. And then that evening, Lenny was on here doing the show with me. Oh, cool. And then we had last weekend, we started doing the introductions to get set up for the meetup. Uh, And so here we are now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. You know, and little mom, I mean, it, it's mostly like newer shooters that come out, but I run a ladies' night uh, the second Wednesday of every month too, uh, and that's like, you know, that's a really fun time. Also, yeah, it'd be nice to get some experienced shooters on ladies' night too. Yeah, so I'm working on, uh, and that was one of the main reasons, you know, they really wanted to bring me in was to, you know, get someone that could really connect with more female shooters and build up a really nice ladies' night kind of situation. And so we're running a daytime and an evening of the ladies um, shooting, you know, class. And my goal is to build it up enough to where I can split it out by level then. So when it's open enrollment, you know, you got to teach to the lowest level of shooter to keep it safe. And so um, the word is really spreading fast about it. And it's all these new shooters coming in. And I love that. But I also want to create an event and a time and space where some of them you know, experienced ladies can come out and, and meet each other and, and shoot and have a good time and, and learn some stuff too. Yeah. That, and that's important, man. That's important. And I think, uh, I want to, I want to try and set something up. I was approached about doing, um, a class for a church group. Yeah. To help them build like a security team for the church. Yep. And, um, I would love to have, you know, like Ock and y'all and somebody, some other people come out and help with that. Yeah, um, I just got done working with a church group, setting it up. I think they're coming out. It's in a couple months now, but I'm having them send me a video of like walking up to their church, walking into the entry of the church to see the lay of the land. So we can even potentially take range four and set it up to to pseudo mimic their, their layout there. They have a pretty experienced um, gun crew on their security team, but the first part of their, they're going to spend four hours with us. And the first part of that is I'm going to run them in the classroom and just go through active shooter, um, you know, just the data on it and what you need to know. And a lot of the Ed Monk stuff that I shared on my Instagram earlier this week, the slides about, you know, what that looks like and how to, you know, minimize, minimize body count and act and, and, and shut down the threat as quickly as possible. And then they're going to go and work with some of the other trainers throughout their four hours there breaking into two groups and then really drilling down and doing some legit training that mimics what they might experience at their church. Right. Right. So, but the people that 
um, that are going to be in this group, though, they're not that. Ex- yeah. They have some experience, but not like us. Yeah. When it comes to the firearms. Yeah. So. Yeah. There'll definitely be uh, some new shooters in there. Yeah, and Ak. I mean, Ak is I. You know, I'm like. <laughs> I I would never ever ever even imagine trying to to compare to Ak. He's just so out of this world. Now, when you look at his portfolio, he showed me his portfolio when I, you know, when we first met. He's like, yeah, you know, so th- this is my certification. And he hands me this notebook, and I'm like, shit. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, like that thick. Like it's not like a three ring binder like this. It's like this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's not all of them either. He has more than that. But yeah, he has that. Um, I think the most impressive thing to me about Ak is he reads so much and he's got a whole library of books. And that was the first yeah. thing I remember when I walked into his class before I even really knew him and, you know, was able to call him my mentor is that he said, like, read books, man, read all the books. And he started, you know, at, throughout class, he'd like write titles and authors up on the board. And he just has like such a library and he, that dude reads. Yeah. But he trains with some of the best out there. I mean, Tom Gibbons, Asad Ayub, and all these different people, uh, Tatiana Whitlock, you know, he yep. trains with some top notch people. Yeah. And, and that's, and thanks to him, you know, I got inspired to join in with that family and so T is one of my good friends and she and I talk regularly and I train with her every opportunity I get. And, you know, of course, going to TACCON and I'm working on getting a uh, mass out here next year. We got Gabe White coming in October. I got Chuck Haggard coming out, probably looking like August. Um, and then who's the other one we're working on? Oh, we've got a, a TCC through a more of a local guy who's, but really just like the best at it coming out in that's coming up in October also. But so many of that range master crew, I'm so grateful that I got introduced to them through Ock and then through TACCON, of course. And so I'm working on bringing a lot of those people to the Glock store too. So keep your eyes out for that, but um, we're working on getting mass out here next year. And then got Gabe White coming uh, this fall. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's gonna be awesome. You see, you got you're busy. You're trying to yeah. set up. Oh, some and, nice and I got Tatiana coming out over Mother's Day weekend next year, or weekend after Mother's Day next year. No, that will be a class that will be awesome for for Queen to take. Yeah, I hear Tatiana. I hear nothing but good things about her class. I've trained with her. I don't even know how many times I've taken, and there are many of her classes I've taken. Well, two of her classes I've taken more than once now, um, and I. I will always train with her every opportunity I get. Yeah. Whoops. Hands down, my favorite. Whoops. Chuck Norris goes to the Glock store for firearms training. Hey. What Glock store are you going to? <laughs> I know, right? I haven't ever seen him in there, but, you know, that's just Chuck Norris, so you don't see him. All right. Does it, do they have a, a range at the one in San Diego? So they had a range out there, but they um, are closing that down. Okay. So I think the range out there is effectively closed now. Okay. So is he going to keep the store out there or is that one going to be anything going to come back? I don't think so. It's just like the labor laws in California are insane. And I just, I don't see that being uh, something that I, I, I just couldn't see Letty doing that, but I can't speak for him. Right. Right. Yeah. Cause I mean, you pretty much do everything here. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, we got the CNC <laughs> and we got all kinds of like, it, it's a, it's a huge building. People don't realize how big it is and how much is going on in there. Yeah, that's a lot. When I took the tour with Dan, I was like, holy crap. Like, like we've been walking for like an hour, bro. <laughs> yeah, like, can I have a, a break and a snack and a carpet square? <laughs> we were upstairs, downstairs, back here, over here. Let's go over to this building. I'm like, damn, how much more this place is it? Yeah. And we just kept going and kept going. I was like, dang, this place is huge. It's a lot. Yeah. yeah. We get a lot of tourists rolling in because it's right by the airport and there's billboards and stuff too. So we get a lot of people coming in and like shooting before they hit the airport too. Like the location's really good. See, a lot of people don't think that that's a good location because of where it is. And I know in California, gun stores are kind of tucked out of the way, out of sight, out of mind type deal. Um, they're in like in industrial areas. And I, I assume that's why Lenny picked it because he kind of used to that or something. But a lot of people seem to think that they don't get a lot of business over there. Uh, we're busy. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's busy. You know, I... You know, there's not like the visibility of like an armory range on 65, you know, south of Nashville or the outpost, you know, off of 24 there or whatever. But, you know, they the, our marketing crew works really hard with a lot of the radios and talk shows and radio stations. And, you know, we get we get we got plenty going on all the time. Yeah, I know what um, I went to the grand opening last year. I was like, man, when I first got there, it was it wasn't nobody there really. Oh. They were still setting up. Hmm. And so by the time I left, I'd end up bumping into Peanut and his brother, which they were at the meetup too. Yeah. Um, and by the time we left, it was packed. Yeah. So yeah. I'm uh I kinda I've been working with him on some stuff for this one, trying to get some help him get some stuff set up. But yeah. I awesome. definitely, I'll be out there. I'll be a little bit late getting there, but I'll be out there for a little while. Yeah, well, make sure you look for us. We'll both be there. We'll oh, yeah, I've definitely got to come say hi to y'all. Yeah. Uh, can't not come up there and not speak to y'all. As, as yeah, a few yeah. people, uh, y'all, Lenny, Dan, yeah. Nate, Quentin, I, I got to see y'all. All, all of them. Yeah, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> everybody. Yeah, that's all the important people. <laughs> Carlos, were you in the meeting when we came out there uh, before, when I brought the guys out there from Head Down? Was you, was you in there with us? At the shop? Yeah. Yeah, you were. Uh, I was teaching, I think. Yeah, because Mario was with us that day. It was Mario and Nate. Yeah. yeah, that's how long ago that was. Yeah. Mario was still there. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, no, no I thought no, you no, meant no, when you guys no. came out before the meet at the farm. No, oh, no, 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 I was working at Royal Range then. Okay, okay. Yeah, Carlos just joined Glock Store in beginning of May. Yeah. Beginning of May, yeah. He's oh, okay. So you just yeah. got there then. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Awesome. All right. I got I for sure have to like go for real this time because I got yeah. kids that are like giving me the evil eye. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Y'all go ahead and do your thing and uh travel safe. I know y'all gonna be heading back. It was nice meeting uh the little one back there. <laughs> <laughs> Good chopping it up with you guys. I'm gonna be following you tonight, my man, and get locked in with you. Um yes, yeah, yeah, I'll check out the footage, man. All y'all are in there somewhere. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, There's well, we got 10 it. hours of driving coming up. We'll, we'll watch all of it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Well, y'all have a good night, man. It was good seeing y'all again. Thanks. You too. All right. Bye, Bye Jake. All right, guys.
So what's up with y'all, man? I see y'all here talking about sauces and all kinds of foolishness. That sauce is fire, man. I was eating some of my chicken nuggets yesterday. That sauce is fire. Fire. Drip sauce in the building. OG, $2. Tap in with it. Nothing better than taking some of that, that seasoning and putting on the nuggets and then drowning in some of that, that sauce. Man, what? Thanks for y'all helping the meet up. Yeah, man. They was definitely helpful at the meetup, man. Definitely. Is who Omega me? No, nah, ain't no Omega. I am not a Q dog, sir. <laughs> I am a square. I am a Mason. Man, appreciate you feeling slow. What's up, real deal? Real deal in the building. Yeah, man. Real deal, cool as hell, brother. He cool as hell. Charles Henry. I ain't gonna forget you no more, brother. I'm lying. I'm lying. I'm lying. I'm terrible with names. Terrible. But I ain't gonna forget you no more, man. You called me out in my video. <laughs> He said he forgot who I am again. <laughs> but man, I got to go pick up my daughter from work. Appreciate everybody tapping in, saying what's up. Hope everybody have a good rest of the weekend. And we're going to catch y'all on the next one, man. Y'all be safe out there. Stay dangerous. Deuces. <laughs>